Is that Dej Love? No, it's Kodak. Oh, does he fuck Dej Love? I don't know. <laughs> you said it. Well, Dej have answers. A lesbian, right? He I says like so. a stud, and a stud is like a like a manly lesbian, right? I guess I'm like I didn't hear that on the new it's Kendrick album. It's a fool album. who looks for logic <laughs> I don't in know the what chambers of a Kodak black verse. You know what? Kendrick Lamar made him sound like a fucking poet, dude. On that rich interlude. <laughs> oh, you listen to the album? I did today. It was yeah. good. There's a lot of gems in there. And then there's a lot of stuff where I'm just like, even Worldwide Steppers, I'm just there like, was it's like, are you programming my head like a robot? Like, two or three songs where <laughs> in the last 20 seconds, I skipped forward. I was like, okay, I, I get it. Yeah. You're, put on, you're put kind on of annoying me. Worldwide Steppers. Is that the one where it's just like, sounds like an anxiety attack? The whole song's like, and he just, he sounds like a a, a computer error 404 I, message I, I as a verse. I think that's the one I skipped. <laughs> it's crazy. And I'm not saying it's a bad song. I'm a killer, he's a killer, she's a killer, bitch. We some killers walking zombies trying to scratch that itch. Germaphobic, hetero. I am not for the faint of heart. My genetic build can build multi-universes. The men of God playing baby shark with my daughter. Watching for sharks outside at the same time. Life is a protective father. I kill you all. My son did not get the part. It's a little intense is all. Sounds like George Carlin. Bad. I'm new age, but I'm old school. Right. I'm high, high tech, but I'm low maintenance. It's, just... it's really good. Um, that song with the chick is is my favorite. We Cry Together is a, a home run. It's so good. That song is amazing. It's got great production, the whole album, but that beat in particular is just fatty boom batty. The snare is just... Mm. Whoever the chick is on that sounds mm. like our homie Angelina. Like I think exactly. it's Angelina. I, shout out Angelina for getting on Kendrick's album. Um, so raw. Shout out the Dave Chappelle feature on Silent Hill. Oh yeah, that's, that's oh, what, is this, that's uh, what I wanted you to bring up. <laughs> that's what I wanted you to bring up. Can you that's search like, Blue Streak? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot, dude. Kendrick Lamar got Dave Chappelle on his new album. Push these niggas off me like push these bitches off me like push these niggas off me like And that's when the guts fall out. <laughs> that's when the so I rip funny. your lips off. Kiss my ass with them shits. On uh, N95, he also goes like, Ugh, ugly ass bitch. Like three times. <laughs> I just love that. I was just singing that in my car, like after the song. I was just going, Ugh, ugly ass bitch. Oh, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> and who might you be? Uh, oh, that, you don't want to mess with him. That, that's a stone cold killer. Yeah, you don't want to mess with him. I mean, <laughs> stone cold. <laughs> I haven't Ooh, seen this boys, movie in too long. I seen him rip somebody's guts out. Through, through the ass and the Do the eyes guts and ass up. trick. Do the move that you do. The gut and eyes move. <laughs> Alright. Alright. 
That's where the guts went. Sounds just like it. I rip your tongue out. Lick my balls. Lick my balls with it. I rip your lips off. Kiss my ass with them shits. No, we cry together is like uh, I was telling you. There's this old song, uh, "Let Me Watch" by MF mm-hmm. Doom, and mm-hmm. it's basically like a, a, a highly fl- recommended a flirt- Victor Vaughn album. It's like a flirtatious session slash date gone wrong. You know, like the, it's a the, back and forth with him and a chick. He's talking his he piece. He talked, I listened. He listened, I spoke. We walked on and on and split a cherry coke. Right. They have a phone conversation, then a date, and it's just like Doom said he gets out of pocket with something about sucking on her titties like a baby toddler hoe. Oh, you called me a what? But it's like they're trading off like Doom dude perspective. Wait, wait, stroke it on the lady. <laughs> Chick perspective and Kendrick just like took that formula and ran through the gate with it, dude. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, others, I, I don't. I don't have the track list in front of me, but um, I wanted to send that song to my girlfriend because I liked it so much. And then I was like, "Is this going to be perceived the wrong way?" Fuck you, bitch. Yeah, you like this, babe? <laughs> hey, babe, this, uh, this song makes me think of you. Uh, let me just look at the track list real quick. Try and remember. Father time. Dope. Uh, Rich Spirit and Count Me Out. I love when you count me out. Dope count song. me out. There was something about it. it sounded reminiscent I, of a different Kendrick song. Uh, that might be what it was. There was a track or two that I was like, this this belonged on Damn. Yeah. I think Count Me Out was the one where it's like, this sounds like it didn't make the cut on Damn and they just put it on the next one. Uh, and then Savior and Mr. Morrell are awesome. And then Anti Diaries. Anti Diaries. That's a future uh, soundboard sample. Faggy, 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 we don't know no better. Yeah. We're going to have to cue that one up. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the fat white girl. Um, it was good. It was good so uh, that wasn't Kendrick's song. That was Kodak Black. Uh, new AP. Flood. Water right. on my butt like a tub. That's, that's Kodak. <laughs> <laughs> Water on my butt like a tub. I don't get it, but I love it. If you say so. I do love it. Cool. Uh, how's everybody doing out there? It's the what TPS the reports. F- Fuck is up, dude. <laughs> it's another installment, ladies and germs. Uh, right before we head off to Colorado, Colorado, uh, this week, real quick, one more time, for the people in the back, May 19th, Colorado Springs, that's this Thursday, May 20th, Denver, that's this Friday, and then uh, May 21st, Pueblo, opening for Mighty Mystic, and that's this Saturday, palmersquares.com slash tour, get your freaking tickets if you haven't yet. Um, and we look forward to seeing everybody out there this week. It's been a, uh, a long time coming. A lot of mercy. Uh, last time we were in Colorado, it was a junkyard thing. And then the times before that, have we ever done our own headliner once, right? Yeah, no yeah. more, no more jobs. Cervantes we did. Well, that was with Prob also, wasn't we it? We did one without him there. I'm I feel like every positive. time we reach Denver and Colorado, it's usually like we're opening for Wax or Yubi. We, we hit the city on those tours. Right. And then I thought we did no more own. jobs tour. We did our own thing. I know we did that. Um, and then, yeah, I guess maybe there was one more, but I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. This is like as, as much material as we've ever had to perform yeah. in one of our favorite places to go. So, uh, Colorado, we'll see you this week. Can't wait. But besides that, um, I don't know. I got a couple articles we could jump into before the obits. I see you have a, uh, manila envelope. Oh, I have a package. I know. Check my notes here. Vehemently checks notes. the P.O. box every week and it looks like. Kendrick album is dope. Love the back and forth chick song. Love the Chappelle so feature on Silent Hill. The beat on that song is Quote. worth pointing out. It's like <laughs> the hardest thing ever. Like, oh, it's crazy. We can just play that for two seconds. Let me hear that snare. Let me hear it. Give me, give me some of that snare. It's so good. Um, I would skip past the. Hey, ambiance. producers, make me a beat like this. 
Like this. Yeah. Gospel. Chance the Rapper type beats. Now, where's the snare? This is what the world sounds like. Oh. Woo. Wow. That's a good snare. That's a good snare. Hard beat, dude. I like that snare. Beat makes me hard. I'm a fan of that snare. Uh, My other notes. God's algorithm. I got a God's algorithm. Lay it on me, baby. Hell yeah! The other day I was looking out my window. I have this couple who lives next door to us, and they're... They're in the backyard with their little kids all the time. Every time I want to take a nap, their fucking little kid is outside, and he's crying for some reason. Drives me crazy. That's what they do. Drives me nuts. Last time, he was like, he's standing outside screaming, and I I finally get up, so I'm like, what? What is it? And I could see that the parent is like inside calling to them, and they're just like letting the kid stand there and scream. And then finally, they're like, ask him what he's, out, what he's crying about. And he's like, saying, says he wants a hug from mommy. And I'm like, <laughs> pussy much? Ugh. <laughs> Wanted to spit out my window onto his face. My mom never anyway, hugged me. Look how I turned out. Anyway, uh, the other day, they have a younger kid. She's out in the back breastfeeding the younger kid. <laughs> I'm on FaceTime with my girlfriend. And I'm like, oh, my neighbor is breastfeeding. And she's like, let me see. And I was, I was like switch the camera around to show her and then it dawned on me that like if they look up she has a titty out and i'm standing above in a window with my phone that's assault brother <laughs> that's no good and so i didn't do it yeah i told my i just you know you know what a what a breastfeeding looks like yeah and then Tit, mouth suck got it couple hours later sit down to watch the tube <laughs> The boob tube, some might say. <laughs> I throw on Seinfeld. Sorry, it was worth it. Just like Wayne's Bros. Random app. Season five. Let's watch The Briss. It's been a second since I've watched The Briss on Seinfeld. Opening of the episode. Hey, look at that kid. Sucking away. Sucking like there's no tomorrow. Suck, suck, suck. They're watching suck. a kid breastfeed, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that, Cherry. Look at that. Yeah, look. I, I, I saw it. Now, this doesn't make you uncomfortable, does it? No. Either this is a God's algorithm. Friends, wife's breast is sticking out. Why would that make me uncomfortable? Or I just watch too much TV. What do you think? Too much TV, for sure. Fuck. This is a far cry from the last one, which was also TV related, but it was 36, 24, yeah, that was 36. Way this is just breastfeeding. You might see that anywhere. There's lots of new mothers. Right. And, you know, it's, uh, I might like, go down the street to the park and see another lady breastfeeding. Yeah, but overall, God's algorithm? this God's algorithm, not impressed. Boo! Fuck. No. Um, yeah, it's just it's just all television. I feel like if you watch enough TV or whatever it is, listen to enough of the podcast, it'll be like oh, it's all lining yeah. up. But it's just because you well, flood that, yourself with the same we content. We may have discussed before when talking about God's algorithm, and I think it is like exacerbated by the extreme flood of media content that everybody nowadays takes in. You know, it's too much. Nobody like listens to their own thoughts. I try, and it's hard. that's why I need to shut them off. It's like, oh, that's what my thoughts the sound only like. Turn time the TV I do back on. Is sometimes I'll drive with nothing on for a while, like and then that. I'll be like, "What am I doing?" Yeah, this I, is like, this is irritating me. I tried to read a book today for a few minutes, or like you know, fifteen minutes, and like it was hard. It was not an easy thing for me to do. <laughs> it was like every other page, I was just like, my head, like, shut up in there, I'm trying to read. Yeah, fucking thinking about the future, thinking about what I should have did in the past. It's like. Live in the now and read this page of this book now. And it's like, no, why don't you think about Colorado and yeah, how everything's going to go wrong? The pages no! of a book are the past, <laughs> you know? 
Um, what else? What else? Your God's algorithm sucked. Oh, titties. Uh, Hillary Duff posed nude for Women's Health magazine. There we go. My childhood crush. What, can you want to look at Hillary Duff? I had naked? no idea there was a Women's Health magazine. Yeah, I'm more of a men's health subscription. The body issue. Um, so they show her tits? No, but she's <laughs> posing nude and I'll allow it. Oh, look at her cocoa smooth skin. I would actually like to see Hillary Duff go... In my mouth. I said I'm not into piss and shit stuff, but there is a duff there's clause. Like a, there's, yeah, there's a line. There's like a woman, Anna de Armas, I would let rip a fart in my face. Diarrhea. <laughs> Diarrhea smoothie. It doesn't matter. Like uh, like scary movie when she gets launched with the cum. <laughs> I want Anna de Armas to do that with her shit to me. <laughs> oh, it would be great. Um, so no, it's, you know, it's empowering and, you know. We're being bullheaded. Look, she's naked, but this is empowering for her, this phase of her life. Whatever. I'm not here for the article. I'm going to reach over and touch the thing. Oh, look at her laying in this jacuzzi tub. Got her side butt, side boob popping out. Giving that little smirk. Like, <laughs> he's cute. How old is she now? I think she's my age. I think she's like 34. She looks good. She looks great. God damn it. She's actually like, I know that's a magazine cover and they're often like airbrushed and stuff that's wow yeah she looks awesome dude she's, i would whack off to that she it looks like she's going head first down a water slide pose like but just boob right. smushed into the tub there in the water the the butt cheek is cri- the, uh, the crescent toothy smile the hip is under the water but the butt cheek is so above yeah, the it's butt like a cheek shark is above, fin and, <laughs> and the water kind of looks like a thong or like assless chaps that kind of have the thong in them you know what i'm talking about god She's hot. She's wearing assless water chaps. You know, sometimes you grow up, you mature, you grow out of things, and then some things, they just stay right there the same. Right. You know? Some Hillary things Duff that is the best. made you grow still make you grow. Man. Uh, oh, what's up, smooch face? Oh, I'm going to kiss my computer screen after this podcast. She looks great. Yeah. I, uh, I, I Dare saved. I say, <laughs> she looks better than the Lizzie McGuire days. Whoa. Them's fighting words. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I... Uh, I had a type as a kid, and it's definitely not like the type that I really have, even when I was younger. Like, I was never on Tara Reed when I was in middle school and then, like, freshman year. You love Tara I Reed. had Tara Reed Maxim cutouts. All yeah. like all. I Blonde, would, big boobs. Yes. And well, Hillary like, Duff was never not, known not for even big, big boobs. titties. Neither was Tara Reed. She had small titties. Tara Reed had Tara some Reed? implants, I believe. She had some big ass um, but that wasn't what it was. It was like that, almost like the uh, the girls gone wild influence of like, oh, like a hot, streaked out blonde, <laughs> but the roots are growing in hair. With she's a wild girl, like you know the the false image of beauty, like a Barbie doll and shit. That's not what I right. even when I was dating in high school, it was never like really blondes and stuff. But you know what I found out yesterday, Hillary Duff's more of a half brunette, dirty blonde. I'll allow it. That is dirty. Uh, they're making a Barbie movie. I thought they already did that, really? Like live, first time with live persons. Mm. Is it Amy Schumer? Is the message is that it's okay to be a big slob? No. No? I'll give you two more guesses, though, and I think you could get it. Melissa McCarthy. No, they're not going that direction. (laughs) I was like, which way are we (laughs) going? They look like hot chicks that look like Barbie. Hot chicks that look like Barbie. Currently acting. Man. A-list. It's funny, because the first thing, I'm like, Jessica Simpson. I'm old. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know who's hot She's fat now. She's been fat for a decade. Damn. Um, Hot, blonde... Barbie, uh, is it uh, actress or musician? Actress. Okay, I was gonna lean into the Ariana Grande category. Okay, actress. Pfft, you're gonna have to like narrow it down. Give me a something. Come on, dude. Hot A-list actress right now who would play Barbie. Hot. It's jumping out at you. A-list. She's gorgeous. 
actress. She's stunning. Again, I'm like, I'm not paying attention to the blondes. All right, Margot Robbie is playing Barbie. Oh, would have never guessed that. <laughs> really? I would have had to be reminded of what her name is. Right. <laughs> the chick that looks like uh, she, Joe Dirt's sister. Yeah, now it's going it, to, all, it all makes sense. Yeah. Like, that is uh, who I could have and should have, I, I would have said Jamie Ken? Presley. You say Joe Dirt. I just keep, is it Jennifer Aniston? Dude, Jamie Who's Presley hot and young so now? <laughs> sexy. I haven't uh, seen a picture of Jamie Presley in a decade, but oof. All right, let's see a picture. Jamie Presley. I bet she looks great now. Well, the first time I saw Margot Robbie was... Um, I forgot to put now. With The Wolf of Wall Street. And I thought for the whole movie that it was Jamie Presley. She looks great. Yep, still super hot. And even like... like This is like less... This looks like a soccer mom, you know? Like, yeah, uh, good. And I would. Um, I would smooch every inch... Anyway, um, I guess I am into hot Barbie blondes. They're all the best. Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, this one doesn't look great. What's Let's odd, find though? an ugly picture of her. Yeah, uh, look at this ug. About the film? Is it's going to be directed by Greta Gerwig, who did like Lady Bird. Oh, I didn't see that. Does not seem like she. It, I can't see her doing. Yeah. Like a Barbie Barbie movie. I can only see her doing like a like what you said, fat chick playing Barbie and then being like, Barbie is not supposed to shape the standards for little girls around the world. <laughs> like that's what I would think uh would come out of Greta Gerwig. A Greta Gerwig picture. If you rearrange the letters in Margot Robbie, can you spell Barbie? Probably. It seems like She's Australian. <laughs> they eat shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> there you go. Um trying to remember who plays Ken. It's either Ryan Gosling or Ryan Reynolds. I always mix, mix those two up. Same thing. Literally the same guy. Yeah, who gives a shit? Um, anyway, uh, that film, and then they're doing a black and white film about uh, Oppenheimer, the guy who invented the atomic bomb. And they're both coming out on the same day, so people are excited about that. Yeah, one of them is going to be an atomic bomb. I'm sure there's going to be um, like artsy movie houses that do like double feature Barbie and Oppenheimer. And I'm going. <laughs> Oh, I'll be there. Um, speaking of movies, something that uh, I was made aware of this week that I don't know how to feel about. Oh, that's right. I have uh, I so I have a Shutter subscription, right? It's like the horror Netflix with a bunch of shitty old '80s horror movies and yeah. occasional yeah. modern movies that are they're real like uh, you know I don't want to say like low budget, but they, they you could they just feel. Like manufactured, derogatory. But I, there can be like low budget movies that are also like phenomenal. These are not those. In the age of like fucking, how much money? We saw Doctor Strange the other day. How much money yeah. do you think that movie cost? Too much, because I mean, I, I didn't really like that movie. I enjoyed uh, it. It was. I didn't not like it, but it was just like for me. I'm not the target demo, and I was just like, whatever. It's just a bunch of fucking $200 shit. $200 million. I was going to say $100 oh million. My, my guess, by so the way, was, was going to be $100 million. So was I. I, I. That's half of it. That's so much money. How much did it make? Uh, I, I think it's I, too soon to tell. Well, I know it's doing well. You know, like I, That's the big movie right now. What else is there? Fucking uh, Zac Efron's Firestarter. <laughs> There's that uh, Nicolas Cage movie that they reduced the title of just down yeah. to Massive Talent or something. I actually want to see that. Uh, so far, Doctor Strange has made 688 mil. So, I liked it. It's directed by Sam Raimi, and it is the most Sam Raimi Marvel film. Because he did the first one, and it's not 
you like uh, it's not now, glaringly this is, this is obvious more that Sam Raimi directed he the first one. Digs deeper into his Raimi bag of tricks for this one. It's got sure. so much Army of Darkness and Evil Dead little trinkets in it. Yeah, it's the most violent Marvel film, but still in a fun Sam Raimi way. I enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, speaking of violent films, they squoze in that fucking woke America Chavez character with her little like a uh, gay trans pin <laughs> or whatever. But she is a real character, and it wasn't like. Uh, it wasn't bad or anything. They didn't harp on the pen or whatever. No, it's they, still she had two moms in the flashback. She had two moms, so but the lead it. character is still a straight white male. So win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you what? have been an aspiring filmmaker since yeah, quarantine, but barely. But like, so yeah, two years ago, I started writing out I uh, a bunch of notes for a movie idea I had. I think I talked about it back then. Not and not in much detail because I'm not trying to fucking blow the whole lid on this thing but I, I've ha- I have a few movie ideas and I have a bunch of like not f- I have three ideas that I think could be fleshed out into feature films mm. if I ever find the fucking motivation to do all of that right if you ever and find figure it out. 200 million dollars lying right. around <laughs> Um, I wonder how much these shitty Shutter movies cost we'll, well look that why, up next that's why I was saying like you could call it low budget because even if they even if it cost a mill that's low budget nowadays. It's like Pontypool is low budget, and I think it's outstanding horror right. movie. You know what I mean? But this, so this is not the case. I so I have a couple movie ideas, and the one that I've I've talked recently about is not. Um, it's a different one. It's something entirely different. It's campier. It's a it's a different Literally style. Campier. Of, uh, I think it's better. The genre. The, the second. Idea. It is. I but with any idea, I look at it like. And I swear to God, I said this out loud to Melina or you or both or something. It's like it's it's one of these things where I feel like I have this idea for a twist on a slasher movie that I've never seen, right. and I have a a twist. That's what uh, half of them are now. It's just like okay, the kids Gotta go be. in the woods, and then we've all seen it a thousand times. But what is unique about this? And I have these ideas that I think are like good enough to like uh, really spin an old classic uh, formula with something new. Um, and one of these. I started writing two years ago during the lockdowns. I was like, what am I going to do with my time? I'm going to shut my phone off. I'm going to try to get stuff done. And then I had a fucking meltdown and it didn't really amount to anything. But I did write dozens of pages of notes and I wrote out like 35 or 40 pages like of script. And then I kind of hit a wall like I couldn't see the next scene and it uh, fizzled down and whatever. Um, So now... It's like, it's not even my, it's my second priority movie to write. I have a whole other one, but I always said like, it's just a matter of time before like, I'm going to open up Shutter one day and I'm going to see my fucking idea. Yeah. And that's what happened this week. And I, and I watched this movie, it's called The Stylist Mm -hmm. and it's my fucking movie. The first one, the one I started writing two years ago and then abandoned for a better idea, I think, or an idea I see a bigger picture of better at the moment. Uh, But inspired by my girlfriend a few years ago. Uh, she has all these like mannequin heads that she practices hair on in the past and she can, you know... It's pretty creepy. We'll do a, so they're like all... They sit in our windows and right. there have been like times when I'd wake up in the middle of the night at our old apartment to take a piss and I would be freaked out because the, the head was silhouette yep. in the window. Um, so anyways, it all just got the juices flowing of like, oh, what about a hairdresser like... Uh, like 90s slasher think scream but with this like salon and she's uh stressed out by all sorts of things one of them being like the pressures of the beauty industry and she's psychotic and she's having like you know internal fucking uh stress disorders but so like her her hair starts thinning and like she goes to the doctor and they can't really find anything wrong with her but they're basically like you're you have too much stress in your life you need to start cutting stress out of your life she eventually the character in my idea 
turns eliminating her bothersome clientele, which we get to know. There's this type of client. There's that type of client. There's the unsure, like, can you make it like long but short and like curly but straight? Like, right. And then there's the like influencer Instagram girl who's gonna like just try to trade likes and follows instead of paying the money that they're worth and all sorts of, you know, it's kind of just like secondhand stories from my girlfriend's clientele. See, and I'm like, this is great. I, I can see how you could, you know, take that stress and kill these people. I think it's kind of like a more modern thing in uh, horror movies is a lot of the people that die, they display behaviors that they get the the audience on board with killing them before they do it. And I don't love that. I kind of think that in a horror movie, I want to see like good people who you like get fucking slashed sure. not like some fucking brat rich girl who says some I guess. well the thing shit. is the, the 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 bad guy the bad girl here Kill the killer all. is also not that but that's one of the problems i have with this movie on shutter that i just watched it's like i couldn't care less about this fucking main character like in mine i feel like you have to introduce like the different clientele and you have to dive into like yeah what's right you gotta even, care about somebody even the fact that like my character is going through it like a what seems like a physical health issue and she's self-conscious about it because the pressure is on her to make people beautiful and her hair is falling out and her skin's getting blotchy anyways there's like this self-care spin to it uh it's like i don't even know if i should keep going with it or if this movie that I watched the other day is so terrible, now I, sh I should. I should write this thing out and try to do a 2.0 yeah, version. Girl. Because maybe, I, apparently, there's this has a 90% Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score. Which one is the critics and which one is the watchers? And then it says audience score, 39. Okay, so 90%, I wouldn't even give it a 39. 90% give it a 9. Score. Um, but so, yeah, I read the synopsis, dude, and it, like... I, w I didn't watch it for a couple days after reading the synopsis, and... I like, you it, said you it, were bummed it out. It sort of haunted me. I, you, I went to bed thinking about it. You thought I woke it was up be thinking great, about it. And you were like, and I was like, <sighs> they're going to do everything I did. Because look, I missed out on a great idea. Here's like a movie info here. We all dream of being someone else. But for Claire, that dream goes from an obsession to a living nightmare. Hairstylist by day, serial killer and collector of scalps by night. Claire's lonely existence is thrown into turmoil when her regular client, Olivia, asks her to style her hair for her wedding day. Increasingly fixated on Olivia's seemingly flawless life, Claire vows to lock up her scalp collection and change her ways for good only to discover that repressing your deadly blah 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 uh i didn't have scalps i had heads she was collecting heads right. at the neck she was decapitating people and they were finding headless you know torsos and shit the scalps thing works good for your storyline because she's losing her hair yes but i she from the heads she was collecting she was you know like extensions and you can donate your hair to like right. cancer victims and stuff like that yes. lots she, of love she was yeah um garnering hair from the scalps and making like extensions with it so now she goes to work a week later and they're like hey you're looking good and it's not that her hair is coming back it's that she's killing people and she's decorating herself to look healthy i love it my idea kicks ass and she the didn't stylist do that in this one? no it's i don't know what her motivation <laughs> is at all other than she's just like this creepy like introverted lady there, there's no she like looks cute too i'm seeing a little picture yeah. is she cute because then that adds yeah. to the confusion of like Oh no, man! She's cute. Her life must be perfect. What's wrong with her? Hi. Here's a trailer. So, what's the plan? Oh, this looks low budge, dude. I wish my hair would do that. But we all want. I wish my hair did that. In my movie, she's dyeing the hair in the opening montage, and you're seeing the red dye swirl down the drain, reminiscent foreshadowing of the blood to be spilled. Psycho homage. Psycho homage. And they put up all these fucking leafs and like, oh, it won these awards and this this fucking award. Really? Claire, this is 
Those are my awards. This <laughs> 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 is bullshit. Uh, one angle they took that I didn't take, because I didn't realize, you know, I don't go and get my hair done at fucking chick salons, but like, she asks for a glass of wine, and if some salons will give you a glass of wine, she fucking spikes the wine, and that's how she knocks uh. these people out. I'm like, ah, how? I didn't really figure out how I was going to knock the people out. How often? Actually, my character doesn't knock them out, it just takes them live. How often Cut are people your living asking head for off? a drink during their haircut? I don't know. She's never done that. I got my haircut one time in New York. At a really like hipster barber place. I've been to a, ba- a barber that has a bar. They gave me a burp. shave and put a hot towel on my face and then gave me a shot of whiskey. It was great. That actually sounds kick-ass. But that's the only experience where I drank something in a barber shop. And another thing, I know at this point I'm just kind of like, uh, now I'm spoiling all these ideas I've had under my fucking hat for two years. Like mine versus theirs. I don't care. I'll probably never write this movie. Stupid stylist bitch fucking ruined it for me. <laughs> um... But I think one, um guy will take the reins from here. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that they didn't do that I thought was like one of my best ideas about it is like, you know the book, the Styles book? Especially when kids go right. to a barber and they go like, give me this, flip the page. You should love that. Different hairstyles. She's got like a fucking, like a, not a manifesto, a, uh, like it's her collection. You know what I mean? Like her like victims. A scrapbook of her a victims. A scrapbook right. of victims and the fucking what she did with their Kathy heads. Bates and and that's what the cops end up, you know, uh, finding as like a as a clue something they fucking i don't know i i, I see like uh i just like stuttered because i was like maybe i shouldn't give everything away i don't care like <laughs> it's this movie it's a hairstylist who kills her clients and takes their fucking heads whether it's the top or at the neck i'm like bitch like i read the synopsis and i was like that is my fucking movie and apparently those little uh those you know best whatever at whatever fest things uh it premiered in 2020 so i while i was, was sitting down you were thinking i had a fucking brand right. new idea someone's out there in post-production premiering this at a festival someone's during COVID, giving speeches after screenings fucking bothers me dude and um, then look at this too i saw on their twitter 20 hours ago uh Oh, okay, never mind. It says, we may not have won the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards, but we are so happy to be honored <laughs> with the nomination. You can now watch us streaming on Shudder. I thought it's, I, I saw this like right before we started recording, and I thought you it thought said they won. they won the Chainsaw Award Fangoria Chainsaw Award. The coveted. Dude, I want that. Fangoria. I want the Chainsaw Award. <laughs> it's interesting, um, the horror movie where the main character is the killer. And you know that the whole time. That's something like, I struggled with. Was like most horror movies are you're trying to figure out who is the killer, right? And the victims are the main characters. Um, in a, in a lot of things, but like there's plenty of horror movies where you kind of know who the bad guy oh, is, yeah. and you're oftentimes rooting for them. Um, Don't breathe. But the that cum was movie. <laughs> one of the things I thought about when I was like, all right, so is this a story where we know who it is from the jump and how to make it still mysterious? Or is it going to be building up to a reveal at the end? And I chose ultimately right. not the reveal at the end. We're going to like follow and kind of root for her to like get healthier. You know, Roots, hair. I get it. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I saw that and it just like, and then I watched it and it made me feel a little better. I'm like, maybe I should oh, yeah. sit down and finish this movie. Like, I could write a better movie than this piece Maybe of this shit. piece of shit kicked the door open for the genre now and now there's going to be tenfold more and mine can be in that That fold. coveted chainsaw is yours, That's dude. as good as mine, dude. Um, but the thing is, I still am going to write my other idea before I ever jump back into this. So if it ever happens, it's going to be so many years down the road. The five people who ever watched this piece of shit myself included, will hopefully forget by then and it'll be a new concept. How many um, likes does that tweet about the Chainsaw Award have? T- 26 retweets. <laughs> Pussies. <laughs> um, so yeah, that bothered me. What else bothered me? Oh my God. Did you see the Phoenix Suns game last night? 
Uh, you know what? I turned it off. Did you see the Dallas Mavericks game last night? I did. I've been rooting for the Mavs, so I was happy with it. Oh my! But still, even still, um, I turned it off in the fourth quarter. It's crazy. This is me and my girlfriend. We're gonna hold on. We never play this. Uh. (laughs) Oh, shut the fuck (laughs) up and have a day, Uh, asshole. Hashtag asshole. Yeah, I'm not that angry about this. I I actually foul mood. (laughs) Go Mavs. Rage you mental. Um, I was way more bothered by the the, I've, the rip off my fucking movie movie than yeah. the Suns. In fact, I'm, I'm rooting Mavs, dude. It's like I've been wanting to see Doncic versus Curry. Oh my god! And I think it's gonna be good. Like, I'm actually stoked. Last year it was a bigger heartbreak following, and last year and this year the Suns were the best team in the NBA, East or West. Last year and this year, and last year they were doing so well. I was like. They got all the way to the finals, and I'm Where's like, please a- see this through. And I do. I think Chris Paul, it would be nice to get that man a ring for all of his years. And I don't know. He's, he's a future Hall of Famer. He's a fucking legend. Where was that Suns in four guy last boy, night? Boy, oh boy, did they blow their opportunity. Um, it's crazy to see a team, game seven in the playoffs, down 40 points in the third. Dude, Luka at the half had 27, and the Suns, points. the whole team, had 27. <laughs> The Suns and Luca had twenty seven each. It was crazy. He could have he could have played him one on one. Um, but just like it, I, I begrudgingly last year was like, look, fucking Giannis is unstoppable. There's nothing you can. do. It's unfair, but it's like just like it was Luca versus the Suns yesterday in the finals of last year. It was the Suns versus Giannis. Like Giannis just yeah. took over the whole team. It's it's crazy. And uh, the only thing that made it more palatable. <laughs> Was because I, I saw it. I think I mentioned last weekend how the Suns were slipping and the Mavericks were coming back and doing their thing. But thankfully, right before I watched that game, I got to watch the fucking Bucks get eliminated by my Celtics. So now Mavs and Celtics, two teams I was like big upping last week as some of my alternates. Even I though love, I was rooting Suns, I'm not mad about this. I want the Mavs to fucking keep going. I would, I would love, love it Mavs if it was Celtics yes, finals. I don't think it's going to be that. I think there's a very high likelihood it's going to be Warriors Heat. Ugh. Boring. <laughs> And I guess in that equation, I would be rooting Warriors. But uh, damn, Celtics Mavs would be sick. No way. Yeah. I'll root way. for Jimmy Butts. That's fine. That stays in line with how we root for stuff. Uh, Water on my butt like a tub. <laughs> but wow, dude. Yeah, they got they, obliterated at home. There's like Celebrity Row. Lil was, Wayne's there. And a lot of what I was uh, uh, taking in It's just was, so embarrassing. I looked up Bulls tickets in the first round of the playoffs in the at the United Center. The cheapest like floor seats were like seven hundred or six hundred dollars. Yeah, we don't have money to be throwing around like that. Uh, so I'm thinking Yet. about. I'm looking at all the people sitting in floor seats at yesterday's game in Phoenix. Yeah, just thinking about how much money they dropped thousands, to watch their team thousands, lose by forty five points. I think they only won by like thirty three in the end, but they were down forty six. And I, I think. thought at some point as a Suns fan, you gotta just embrace that like. Look, I'm going to be able to say that I was there when they got dominated and Luka Doncic put up 40 points and yeah. you got to see that crazy performance, you know, but your team got, they fucking, got fucking smashed. They got booed at the half. When they went to the half, the whole place was, you don't see that a, a lot of no. times. Like some cities, but for their own team at home, especially in the playoffs, it was like, boo! I watched boo! like a... Rubbish. It looked like a father and son in the floor seats, and every time Luca would sink a shot, the dad would just like grab his son and be like, "No!" Yeah, did you see Dana White with his family <laughs> side of the Celtics game? No, I didn't. They were I didn't watch the him. Celtic team yesterday. Oh, it was awesome. I threw dude. on the second half while I was like making my dinner, but I'm just so sick of fucking Giannis in the Bucks. I like. I, I don't know. There's. I don't. 
I don't dislike him as a player. I, it just it bugs me that like there's nothing you can do. He was he was off, dude. No, of His course. whole third quarter same thing yesterday he- was like a, a disaster. And every time there were there were like five in a row missed layups at the basket with not much defense from the Celtics, and they just kept getting lucky breaks and capitalizing. I was like, this is it. This is where normally the Bulls would like take all those Giannis misses and then they'd take and then they, they would, would miss, too. miss themselves. Yes. And then they would give Oh, them you're a- doing bad? We'll do worse. Yeah. Uh yeah, so it's, fuck it's, yeah, congrats. Same Mavs thing as and watching Celtics. like Golden State and every game being able to like pull a victory out of their ass in the last four minutes and just yeah. suddenly can't miss a shot. No, they're playing really great again this year. Like I uh I we were both on the Warriors train years ago when they were like making that title run, that yeah, best record hungry. since the Bulls, you know, wins. Didn't they have like almost seventy wins or something a season? They were young and hungry. And then they got cocky. They uh, <laughs> they also had like a great series with uh, the Thunder that yeah. year. Um, um, but yeah, now they're now they're fat and old, and I'm sick of it. <laughs> Steph Curry's put on weight. <laughs> he doesn't look great. Um, but yeah, I'll be watching that. I guess I had. Oh, how could I skip past my last article here? Child porn investigation reveals Arby's worker peeing in milkshakes. Washington cops say. I didn't read beyond the headline. I just forwarded it for the show today. I knew we had to get into it for a second. So you're a cop. You're investigating <laughs> child porn. Yeah. How do you stumble across an Arby's worker peeing in the milkshakes? I didn't even know they had milkshakes at Arby's. I know. I love the like the how the first words of this headline that's about peeing in milkshakes is child porn. What does that have to, <laughs> what does one have to do with the other? Um, well, let's see here. Is he peeing in a child's milkshake? There is a video. Let's see. Uh... Hell yeah. Oh, it's just the text on screen. During a child porn investigation, Vancouver, Washington, police found a video of a man peeing in milkshake mix at an Arby's restaurant. Really? There's no audio on this fucking video? Investigators are seeking anyone who bought a milkshake at the 221 <laughs> Northeast 104 <laughs> Avenue restaurant on October 30th or 31st. He goes on here. It was Halloween. Yeah, trick or treat. Uh, police found ween <laughs> in the milkshake. Okay, stop it. Police found no indication that Arby's or other employees were aware of the incidents, but it was one employee that was aware. The guy peeing, right? Ew! And then they roll credits on this what? video, it's like not somebody a show. Fucking jerks! Why didn't I Joshua just read down here? Bissex, you asshole! <laughs> uh, the man, a night manager at the restaurant, told Hold police. Let's go on a little more. You're gonna see a picture of the man. I want. I thought they were going to show the video. Like they said, they found video of a that guy peeing like in the milkshake. That looks like the boy mix. who drank it. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't look like someone old enough. That looks like that kid's been breastfed toxic sludge. Something wrong with his face. Um, blah blah blah. Child porn investigation took another disgusting turn when the police found a video of a man peeing in milkshake mix. So how did? Uh, maybe we'll find out further in the article. So they're looking into this man's hard drive. I guess. And on this man's personal hard drive, Not he only, has child porn and a. So yes. what, did he shoot it himself? The video, or did he take the Has fucking have. security footage? That's probably like a cell phone video. The man was a night manager at the restaurant and told police he urinated. He told police he urinated in the milkshake mix for sexual gratification at least twice. The Vancouver police said in a news release, police found no so indication that Arby's or other employees were aware. The alleged actions of the former franchised employee are abhorrent and unacceptable. How yeah. does peeing into a fast food uh, franchise, like what is it? The- it's milkshake mix. It's milkshake <laughs> okay. mix. I don't know why I'm trying to get wordy with this. How does peeing into the milkshake mix at Arby's gratify you sexually i'm so confused by that maybe knowing that someone's gonna drink it and that's what's hot so later 
he just thinks that someone drank his pee and comes. Can you imagine if the story breaks? Like right now we're reading this. Like somebody else might have read this and they would think like, wait a minute. I went to Arby's in Vancouver on Halloween. Yeah, that was the one. <laughs> I got a milkshake. <laughs> He's got to put it all together. Like, I drink piss. That is a long time ago to ask people to come forward if they yeah. had a milkshake on that date. I drink pedo piss. Unbelievable. He's going to fucking Ace Ventura plunger his mouth. <laughs> I drank pedo. <laughs> I drank some pedo pedo. Uh, we have taken- how does that like, <laughs> just, like you just watch someone take a sip and you, you come in your pants? Is that what happens? How the fuck does that gratify you sexually? I'm so confused. Uh, they ask that anyone with a receipt or verified transaction information... <laughs> Save my receipt from Halloween at Arby's in Vancouver. Get the fuck it under A for Arby's. Another Arby's manager told police the restaurant sold at least one ice cream float you and 30 what? to 40 milkshakes on October 30th. I saved my Arby's receipt from October 31st, 2021, but all I got was a Junior Bacon Chee. No! I'm sorry, officer. I can't be of any more assistance. I wonder what the... Uh, you know, class action is going to be for this. Like, if you drank a October 30th Arby's milkshake, do you get something? Are they going to give you some bucks here? I think so. I think you should you at least get, get a free Frosty. <laughs> That's Wendy's, dude. Um, yeah. <laughs> offer, offer not valid at a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I don't know what Arby's... They yeah. have those potato cakes. We talked about this. You should have at we? least get free potato cakes. Arby's has potato cakes? Yeah, they're like uh, like hash browns almost. I don't feel as though I've ever had this. It's the only thing on an Arby's menu that I would go get. Curly fries? Come on, dog. Okay, the curly fries. I mean, it's basically the same fire. thing. The potatoes in yeah. different shapes. I'll eat Arby's potatoes. Yeah. Um, hmm. Well, let's uh, see who died, I guess. You got to update that um, Simpsons meme. Well, it's, a, it's actually from The Simpsons, but it's been memed. What? Uh, remember when they're on... They're, it's the uh, Lord of the Flies mock, and they're like stranded on an island. Yep. And they're all saying how hungry they are. And Bart's like, I'm so hungry, I could eat at Arby's. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh Ew. my God, he must be hungry. <laughs> I'm so hungry, I could oh drink a God. milkshake from Arby's. It's still funny. Simpsons. And then still uh, funny. Ralph eats the berries off the bush. And yep. he's like, it tastes like burning. <laughs> uh, let's see who ate poison berries off a bush this week. Somebody died, now we're pouring one up in their memory. Oh boy. Told myself I wasn't going to drink this week to make sure I wasn't all dehydrated going into Colorado. But then somebody from the Sopranos apparently died, so. What are you going to do, dude? I also did buy this Jack Daniels for when we hung out on Saturday for the fights and didn't even touch it because I drank your scotch. Perfect. So here we go. I wish there was an easier way to fucking bring this song in, but it, like, it doesn't start for 30 seconds, so I have to drag it, and then it just comes in all clunky like it did. Life is bullshit. <laughs> it's pathetic. <laughs> anyway, somebody from the show died. This is happening way too frequently. I, that, that, that's just how many people were on The Sopranos. If, yeah, if anybody just, died, it's... The show was 20 years ago, so it's going to start happening. Yeah. Because it stars a bunch of people over their 50s. Start happening. It's going to keep happening. Fuck. <laughs> So who was it this time? It can't be. It must be a menial character. Menial. I'm guessing it wasn't Polly Walnuts. No. God, no. Don't even say that. <laughs> Blasphemy. I had you uh, pull up a clip, and you that did. will properly explain the context of the music playing during this segment of the show. You want me to play it over the music? Yeah, go for it. Penny. Hey, how you doing? Hey. 
That guy? Listen, Danny, we just want you to know how glad we are. A guy like you was on that jury. That mob thing. That now, do you think it was Eugene? Or do you think it was the guy I on the jury? Hey, I think it was that guy right there. What are you doing? It's a privilege. Bruce McVitty. Wife and two kids. Who played the intimidated oh, juror <laughs> on The Sopranos. He was, uh, he was uh, one of the jurors on Uncle June's trial, and then they sent Gene in to intimidate him. Man, that guy's intimidated. You know, I thought it was going to be a better clip uh, because there's another scene in a different episode where Bobby Bacala has to go intimidate a guy who's a union guy. Uh, and then Bobby's like, because the guy's going to vote for the wrong dude for union president. And they, they want someone else. And he's yeah. like, voting for him? I might as well put a bullet in my head. Here and here <laughs> and here. And the guy's like, oh, fuck. That's my head he's talking about. <laughs> right. It wasn't that one. Uh, Bruce. Mm, how do you say this? Mm. Mac Vitti. M-A-C-V-I-T-T-I-E. Mac Vitti. That's uh, Tupac's alias. Mac Vitti. <laughs> I was a legend. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ambitions. Uh, yeah. I feel like we Bruce could take died. a shot for that guy whose name you can't even say still, or we could like rack up a couple for this shot. I mean, I can say the juror on Uncle June's trial who was intimidated by Gene. Can you in say a this lady's store. name? Shireen Abu Akle. Close enough. I feel like She's dead. Really close. Cold blooded killing and funeral chaos leave West Bank in turmoil. World criticism mounts over the shooting of Al Jazeera journalist as dispute over chain of events grows. And then, yeah, I guess there was like a fight that that broke out at the funeral, which was what, this past weekend? First time I heard of Al Jazeera, The Sopranos, when Meadow walks into AJ's room and she thinks he's looking at porn because he closes his laptop really quick and she goes over and lifts it and she's like, Al Jazeera? And he's like, there's people dying in the Middle East. (laughs) Uh, Israel has firmly rejected allegations that its soldiers deliberately targeted the journalists, but the international community is demanding answers in what Al Jazeera, the Qatar-based <laughs> TV network, has described as an assassination carried out in cold blood. I wouldn't doubt it. Unlike the killings of anonymous Palestinians that occur in the occupied West Bank on a regular basis, Abu Akleh was a familiar face broadcasting to millions across the Arab world and well-known for her bravery during 15-year television career. I want to see what happened at the funeral. I think something about, like... There was a melee. Uh, 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 like waving Palestinian flag. Th- that Palestinian shit is hot. Like, What country did this take place in? Sorry, I don't have it all organized. I should have uh, read the article in advance. Um, Israeli police. Israel? Right. The EU said it was appalled by the unnecessary force used by the Israeli police, while the White House described footage of the scenes as deeply disturbing. Israel's police said the mourners were disrupting public order by throwing stones at the heavy police presence, but on Saturday said an investigation into the officer's actions would be launched. Somebody should go to Israel and Palestine. I saw a thing about just like waving of Palestinian flags. This is, this is my idea for it's peace. It's like the Sopranos on Columbus Day. Let's bring everything back to the Sopranos. <laughs> uh, for peace in the Middle East. How about, because this is part of every single story that has to do with Israel and Palestine. Yeah. Let's go over there and let's gather up all the rocks and take them away. Let's just <laughs> fucking get rid of all the rocks. It's like there. McDonald's to Russia. We're taking them all away. They'll stop fucking throwing them at the p- cops and they'll stop bombing the guys throwing the rocks. Sounds like a perfect solution. Mm-hmm. Israel police, Israeli police attack mourners before funeral of Shireen Abu at Shireen Abu Akleh's funeral. Scenes of grief as Israeli. Yeah, so the so police. So she must have been uh, pro Palestinian. 
or else Israeli the Israeli cops class wouldn't Israel have caused police. some shit at her funeral. Yeah. What a bunch of jerks, dude. Like I was saying in that act is angry thing. She's like, can you have a day? Just give me a day. It's like, <laughs> let, let this woman get into the ground, then kill each other. Jeez. I don't think she cares. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, I got a couple more. Do you? I mean, we all know where we're building up to. We all know what we're building up to, don't we? Um, We lost a rapper. Lil Keed. Big hip hop news. We lost Lil Keed. How do I teach Lil Keed? How do I teach these Lil Keeds? <laughs> I knew that was the first thing you thought. I do Muay Thai with uh, one of the girls <laughs> is this really young Brazilian girl. And we a lot of times when we're doing like pre-workouts and post-workout stuff, we take turns, uh, you know, if we're doing like 30 jumping jacks, I count to 10 and then whoever's on my right counts, you know, the next 10 to 20. Uh, and every time she counts, she says, one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> Like S E E E E X, Seeks. Tentacion. Uh, Lil. It sounds Keed. like Lil Keed. Yeah, rapper Lil Keed dead at 24. Record label says. I never heard of Lil Keed. I'm not. Can never you put on a Lil Keed once turn? in my life. Throw on some Lil Keed real quick. Um, can you have you ever heard Young Thug? Yes. Then you've heard Lil Keed. He sounds exactly like Young Thug. In fact, he's referred to often as the as young, a young, young Thug, thug protege. I like Young Young Thug better. Come on. Uh, okay, here we go. This is his most listened to song. Lil Key. 100 million streams. Damn it, dude. It's called Snake. When, Lord, when? When, Lord, when? When's gonna be my time? I don't know. It really shocks me. That's so many streams. And this isn't speaking ill of the dead, but this just isn't my cup of tea. This isn't speaking ill of the dead, but this is a man. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. Yeah, it's a it's a new brand of delivery that I just don't get it. It's that young thug thing. The future does it. A future kind of like pioneered the like. I don't know if he pioneered it, but future future goes Adam Sandler. <laughs> he gets up there too. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> Can you imagine if I walked up? We're we're in the studio where we record everything. Yeah. Our microphone's right there. Yeah, it's on. If Should I we, if I walked up to it and went. <laughs> Yeah, throw some filters on it. Didn't I make a Dave Chappelle Nutty Professor joke last week? Do 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 do. Yeah. Yeah, it's very like uh. Slap on me nap. Yeah, that's future. <laughs> See, I would have thought that was Young Thug. Fuck me in the car. I thought the slob on my knob thing was Young Thug. No, it's future. Doesn't Young Thug have that lyric about how she's in the garage swallowing semen? Swallowing semen. Yeah, I think so. It's so weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, speaking of swallowing. She in the garage swallowing semen. Here's the shot. This is oh, for yeah, uh, Shireen semen, and Bruce. Yeah, mine's for and Bruce McVitie. Hey, they're all equally in this glass, so we hardly knew ye. Hardly knew ye. Mm. That's Jack, baby. Delicious. Um... And one more, right? Is this another one? No, this is the same. I'm trying to make sure. But yeah, the big one. It's rare when one of these, like, I guess it happened uh, with Gilbert a couple weeks ago, but where I like text term, because it's like, it doesn't, I can't wait for the podcast. I have to be like, dude, you know, like, 
did you see? Um, so this last one, which gets its own shot. Like I wasn't going to drink this week, course, but then dude. Fred Ward passed away. I'll chug the fucking Let's bottle. Go! <laughs> it's a whole new goddamn ball game. This is a long article, but, um, and I love this little like subtext here. It says, Fred Ward, 1942 to 2022, a paragon of American male normalcy. I just that just sounds good. I, love I it. like that. He's yeah. so much more. He's a dude. But yeah, he's just a dude's dude, man. Dude was a dude's dude, <laughs> man. Hey, back to Gilbert. He was in Funky Monkey. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think ter- I saw that. <laughs> it's a terrible movie that Gilbert would talk about yeah, yeah. all the time on is his Fred podcast. Ward in it? He is. Okay, I don't. I've never I'm gonna have seen to watch that. Funky Monkey now. I watched. Uh, I'd never seen this, but I watched uh, Cast a Deadly Spell the other day, which he's in as a leading man. It's a some. HP oh, yeah. Lovecraft shit. Our boy uh, Cthulhu's in it from the Necronomicon, remember? If you don't know who we're talking about, <laughs> we're talking about Joe Dirt's dad, Hello. ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we're also talking about Dirt's DJ a- Qual's dad. Road trip, dude. <laughs> road trip. Hello. Like, he's a, everybody's dad. He's America's dad. <laughs> he was in Corky Romano, classic. Let's get it. Road trip, classic. Um, oh, he's in um the player and shortcuts. We've recommended both of those like a month or two ago. Someone asked for like yes. a good um shortcuts. Uh, Classic uh, Ma- uh, Magnolia esque movie. I'm gonna rewatch Shortcuts, man. It's, it's been uh, too long. Altman, yeah, Robert Altman, um, and of course, lastly but certainly not leastly, lastly but fucking mostly, yeah. This guy was in Tremors, dude, and Tremors Two Aftershocks. Let's go, yeah. Fucking rock goes through paper. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I was trying, my brother texted me that he died, and I tr- sat there for five minutes trying to word something about the rock and paper, and I was like, fuck it. Just never mind. I'm just going to say <laughs> I sucks. Just, I, I just exactly. typed back sucks. Yes. <laughs> no, I wrote back a whole new goddamn ball game. Yeah. That's my friend. And then you copy pasted that to my text thread. <laughs> that is. We've said that on the podcast. If that was like a thing that should be in the, maybe it will be. Maybe They're we'll both put that in the soundboard. Tremors two quotes, yeah. Not Tremors one. It's a whole new goddamn ball game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like Kevin Bacon took more of the Tremors one quotes. I got a plan. Can you fly, you sucker? My favorite is the uh, <laughs> the the kid who gets on their nerves a lot. Yeah. He goes, "Way to go, dudes!" <laughs> it's the best line in the fucking movie. Yeah. Um, what's some of the Tremors lines? What do we got there? Where to go, dudes? <laughs> Legs that go all the way up. They're all Kevin Bacon lines. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but yeah, Fred Ward from Tremors and so many other things. Dead at 79. Oh, you know what else he was in? Escape from Alcatraz. Classic. Clint that Eastwood. I'm not sure if I've seen. It's a good movie. Because I've seen like the, uh, the John Carpenter Escape from New York and Escape from L.A. But not uh, Alcatraz. Nothing to do with each other. I know. <laughs> yeah, I've been on my John Carpenter kick. I watched uh, In the Mouth of Madness last night. Yeah, Escape from Alcatraz is a true story um, about dudes who tried to escape from Alcatraz. It's believed that they all died. However, I think like two of them they never found. Ooh. Um, and they say, you can still hear them to this day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was also in The Right Stuff. Yeah, I saw that. It's like it's like Tremors and the Right Stuff, and classic I, astronaut movie. Oh, I didn't see uh, the Right Stuff, dude. We're gonna be running it up. For yeah, Lord. he was also in Silkwood. So the Right Stuff. Um, was he in it with Matthew Modine, or was that these other ones? I see these Twitter reactions. Devastated to learn about the passing well, of my Matthew friend Matthew Modine Fred was in Funky Monkey and Shortcuts. Uh, a tough 
facade covering emotions as deep as the Pacific Ocean, Godspeed, and then of course, Kevin Bakes. So sad to hear about Fred Ward when it came to battling underground worms, I couldn't have asked for a better partner. I'll always remember chatting about his love of Django Reinhardt and jazz guitar term uh, during our long hot days in the high desert. Rest in peace, Fred. All right. So I'm putting on a fucking Django song yeah, for dude, we're Fred, cheers dude. for some... Oh, you get it. This is my f- my favorite uh, Django Reinhardt song. I was so annoyed with my walkout music option last week. Fucking hipster doofus. That's what I said. Idiot. You'll have to excuse my friend. He's a this is my small. fucking UFC walkout music, dude. It's one of the few Django songs I know that has a singer on it. Unless I went ahead and picked the fucking version that doesn't have the guy singing on it. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> well, this is a, leave, leave it playing. Because uh, this first paragraph is enlightening. Uh, while reading up on Fred Ward, the great character actor who passed away on May 8th. He died on the 10-year anniversary of Spooky. They Crazy. just leaked it this, uh, this week. Dare I say that's... Spooky? I learned that before he began his acting career, he'd served in the Air Force, spent time as a boxer, and worked... What, I wonder what his walkout music was. You think it was this? Uh, and worked as a lumberjack and a short-order cook. Yeah. Uh, A.K.A. a paragon of American male normalcy. God. Working his way up the Such fucking ranks. Dude! Boxing, cooking, Air Force, lumberjack. Come on, dude. Uh, looking Maga at Ward's distinct and weathered face. Is that a diss? Looking at Ward's distinct and weathered face. I can easily imagine him doing all of those jobs. Um, what was rather more surprising to learn was that among his first jobs as a performer was as a mime in Rome. What? Lumberjack, boxer, <laughs> mime in Rome, dude. Real ass dude. That's not exactly what you'd expect from a guy whose blue-collar appearance served him so well in motion pictures, but Ward's acting career was long, uh, was a long one, and he proved that he could play any number of variations on the kind of guy he seemed to naturally embody. Wait, so this wait, article wait. goes on, but it gets into how he's just like a dude's dude. Oh, here comes some root doodles. <laughs> Good shit. I like that. R.I.P. Fred Ward. This always reminded me of the Beatles. Just this chord progression here. I don't know. There's something Beatlesy about that. Fucking love it. Hell yeah. Leave this on while we take this shot. Freddy. Um. Here we go. Fred Ward. So 79. He would have been 80 this year. Bummer. Freddy! Hardly knew ye, bro. Keep on rocking in the free world, Fred. I just want to know you. You were saying that uh, the fight picks, the walkout music uh, bothered you yeah, last terrible. week? What do you, you have, John Lennon or something? You know what? You know what I should do for my uh, walkout music? Mm. This is like my grandpa's favorite song. This is my walkout. It's disturbed. <laughs> this is my UFC walkout music. I thought it was going to be, does your chain hang low? Does it wobble? Do the flow? <laughs> Jibs. <laughs> Jibs. <laughs> nah, check this out. This is fire, dude. You don't walk out to this. You kind of skip. You kind of like. Oh, I would hop. You do a what's that Russian dance where you go and you're down and up in the. That's the Russian the dance. Hava Nagila. <laughs> That's a Jewish dance. Here we go. 
side to sing to. I don't want her, you can have her. She's too fat for me. She's too fat for me. She's too fat for me. I don't want her, you can have her. She's too fat for me. Hey, she's too fat. She's too fat. She's too fat for me. Yeah! My grandpa loves that song. I mean, for good reason. He was singing it at a diner recently, and then the, <laughs> the waitress came by. She's like, lay off me, I'm starving. <laughs> she wouldn't thin. And he was still singing it, and I was like, fuck, this is awkward. It's like in... Uh, he doesn't mean you. It's like in Half-Baked, Harlan Williams. You hungry, girl? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you said... Fuck you, dude! <laughs> uh, so last week, another thing to correct. We talked about skateboarding. Um guy asked some oh, fucking questions. Oh, I talked out of my... Yes. I, I was telling Seth on Saturday how like uh sometime when we were going off last week about the NBA. Yeah. Light that up. I was saying all sorts I was saying like, oh yeah, when the Mavs won in 2011 and blah 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 and, I, and then the episode ends and like every week I'm like, did I know what the fuck I was talking about? And I had to like look up and I was like, oh yeah, I was right. I actually know things about the NBA and did like I was Did you hear the stat in yesterday's game? Cuz I missed the beginning part of it, but they said that Oh, this is useless. You should cut this out anyway. <laughs> they said something about how the Suns will become only the second team in history to make this like gaffe if they lose this game. And the only other team to have done it was the Dallas Mavericks. And I was like, whoa, that's weird. Anyway. <laughs> useless interruption. I'm sorry. Um, so last week we talked about Um Guy's uh, pivotal skateboarding moments. And then that one wasn't as flawless as the NBA uh, I, I said Matt Mumford, five o del Toro, and you were like, "No, it's Ben Gilly," and I didn't believe you. Turns out it was Ben Gilly. I knew it. We talked about uh, Tasha's song being carrying his creepy in um what what video was that? Sight unseen. Sight unseen. That was not Tasha's song. I thought I knew. I it. I said Louis Lopez switch backside heel Wallenberg. You'll have to excuse. You'll me. have to excuse my friend. It was Miles Silva. So I wanted to clear those up after I hit the drink. What the fuck? I thought. Tasha's song was... See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but that's the thing. is like... <laughs> this may very well only be for like nine people out there, but... Dude, so this is Ben Gilly. If you skateboard and you've never seen the Black Label video called Wait for the Blackout, <coughs> find that shit. It's fucking so good. Jub. Remember Jub? It was called, I thought it was just called Blackout. I think it's called Wait for the Blackout. Anyways, Ben Gilly's, it was the 5-0, and according to this, lore has it, first try. He, he rolls it might up. might be called Blackout. I don't know. I'm thinking of the damn I had song. it on VHS, dude. It was Blackout. You. Well, the music wasn't part of the original. <laughs> People always got to stick their fucking music into these edits. Um, so Remember ben I told Gilly. you, like, I can't watch a boxing edit on Instagram that <laughs> doesn't have Pop Smoke in it for some reason. I don't know why Pop Smoke <laughs> died and became the boxing edit guy. Enough with the Pop Smoke songs in the boxing videos. <laughs> so Matt Mumford does the frontside Smith. There you go. I said 5-0 and Smith. He did a, a 50 and a Smith. Oh my God. Um... <clears throat> So back then, this was crazy. Now, a Smith on El Toro is probably warm-up shit for 12-year-olds. Look, if a 12-year-old Smith El Toro and they slowed it down like that, all cool on a And then BX. flipped the fucking rail off back, you know? Yeah, Look back and flipped dope. it. Uh, also, I was talking about Chris Cole doing a backside Taylor's, flip into Taylor's the Love Park um, fountain. Chris was trying backside flip down the fountain. He didn't just backside. I said backside flip and tray flip. There's the backside flip. He Taylor switched frontside so flipped it. He rolled up to him and said, I'll give you a hundred bucks if you, if you switch frontside flip it. 
Those were like pivotal skateboarding moments to me. Chris Cole going into that fountain in Philly. Chris Cole is amazing. He's the best. And uh, he started I, pushing Mongo. I also <laughs> so interesting. Yeah, and his style. He used to be like ultra wigger, like ultra DC oh, yeah. shoes model, baggy, the baggiest pants you ever see. Mongo seen. pushing, and um, then he wound up in tight clothes doing kickflip back nose blunts to sticks. Um, so we talked about Heath Kirchard at, uh, I don't know the name of the spot. Leo Romero here for a classics. It's the white, um, hubba. Heath Kirchard. White giant, like chest high hubba. But it wasn't the hubba. That's what I said. I said he kickflip back 50 it on, on the hubba. That's not what he did. I believe it was, this is skateboarding. We also kickflip 50s the rail. It was the rail. Front and back. And when that came out. Flipping into a, a handrail was not normal. So here's like his last. That was few like tricks. holy shit. He does the gap out back. Dude, Heath Kirchhardt in this is skateboarding. He is flips amazing. out of a back tail, which at the time was kind of crazy. Like, that doesn't happen. Crazy. Um. So this is the spot. He Listen does to the bonk. Oh. Kick flip back fifty on the rail, not the white ledge. Does the front. Oh. Kick flip I love that front noise. fifty. <laughs> So you'll have to excuse me. I said it Killer. was only one direction on the ledge. It was both directions on the fucking rail. And it was This Is Skateboarding. This yep. Is Skateboarding is such a good video. Um, we saw that in a theater, dude. We're fucking hardcore. Oh, yeah. Uh, our local skate shop when we grew up used to premiere skate videos at this theater in downtown Des Plaines, which is no longer... It's, it's still there, but they renovated it, and it's a music venue now. Yeah. Uh, the last time I drove past it on the marquee, Kevin Costner was coming. I think we discussed this <laughs> we and we did. listened to some of his music because it stinks. Duh, what am I talking about? A video days. Gons. First time I saw someone skate, it was We fun. didn't mention Mark Gonzalez last you week. You can see in the footage that it's jacked. Like, it's so big, that frontside 180 after it is amazing. You know, once somebody does something, it's possible. Once the door's got a little crack in it, like Mark Ollie in it. Okay, next step is this. First kickflip on Wallenberg. So Wallenberg is just like a bigger Philly fountain. A lot you know, a giant, yeah. basically a four stair, but there's this like long step drop. We are filming for 1947, the LRG video. So it's Miles Silva, who I always confuse with Mason Silva for obvious reasons. Are they brothers? Um, if they are, like. Are they not brothers? I don't think so, but I, I have no clue. And how weird is that, that they're both phenomenal like professional that, skateboarders? I don't know, you know Venus like and Serena, yeah. I guess, it's still pretty rare. I bet their dad's a king. So yeah, here's, here's the make. This edit shows like all so, his, you know, he kicks it out, he stomps it and can't roll away. Miles' last name is Silva's. Silva's. And, Mason, and Mason's is Silva. Right. But so they are absolutely not related to each other. <laughs> <laughs> We're brothers, but we have different last names. It just didn't happen. Every time it was right there. That last time we went, he was like, I'm done with it. I don't want to come back here. Yeah, it was, I was just going to let it go. Like, I'll get there when I get there. Because a couple times I went there, like, I'm not leaving until I like can't fucking walk. Yeah, it had been a couple years since he tried last. And he'd obviously right, get you it, somehow bro. better than he already was at skating. Stop but this me. is also what's interesting about so many pivotal skateboard moments is they took years to make. Someone tried a trick and they might have broken their leg and then they waited for their leg to heal and then they went back years later and then still couldn't get it. 
And then they went back again and they finally got it in like... So this is years after the first attempts. in skateboarding the way that it... It's become like a... There's like a formula to it when you edit it. When you edit a bunch of tries in a row, the, the tries and fuck-ups are all like really quick. Yeah, yeah. And then you know it's going to be the make because they show the write-up. Yeah. And you're like, here it is. Here's the one. And I love watching those all the way through. And it's even better when... At the make, they're wearing different clothes than all of those attempts. Right. Sometimes it's like five outfits. Right. But again, we're looking at this thing that was like, it was amazing to Ollie it, I don't know, 20, 25 years ago. And now, even if it takes fucking years, this dude... Shit, dude, Gon's Ollieing that was probably 30 years ago. Yeah. Right before I landed it, I was starting to get like, I was like, fuck, like this. I stuck it already like four or five times. Like this shit has to work soon. Like my legs are getting tired. And like I rode in a couple times. It was too windy to try, so I didn't want to waste the try. It's got to happen in the next couple of tries. And then sure enough, like set up, tighten my trucks a little bit. Just tried to pump the ramp super hard and fucking that should just work. Hey, they brought a ramp there. Perfect. It was beautiful. They brought a ramp. I think the ramp is like permanently there. Yeah, there's, like not, there's not a big enough it. runway, so they... <laughs> they didn't bring it, yeah, but spot somebody a, a built ramp a ramp, now. like a, a roll-in ramp so at the runway. Just like, how could you have worked for that? Oh, they set the And I see it up. in every clip, so I assume that it's just there. He just said they set the rolling up, so I think they bring the ramp. No way! Yeah. We landed on the moon! That's crazy. trick working, or like, oh shit, I see grip tape. And then he rolled away, he turned around looked at his homies. I just know it was like a huge weight being lifted off his shoulders. I was just kind of in like a weird shock. Like I Anyways, that's not like a, like a legendary one, but that's a modern thing where this spot had, I was trying to talk about spots where like over the, you can be like that dude did that and then right. that dude did that. And now we're at the point where dudes are switch backside heel flipping something that was crazy. I mean, 30 years ago, sure, it sounds maybe like a long time ago because it's almost our whole lives, you know, but it's not that long ago. And like the evolution of a, a, an Olympic sport at this point, it's just like, it's wild how, like, what's going to be going on in skateboarding in 30 know. years? I, I, what is even going to be happening? We say that all the time. It's, it's, I don't know. <laughs> literally unimaginable uh, where it can be 20 years from now, how much more it can progress. And lastly, we said that. Speaking uh, of a ramp, we said, last, we played that shit. I, I said I could hear it. No, we were saying like we could, and I was seeing this, but you said Tosh dropped in and it's Tosh Townen's music. Right? No, this is the homies montage with Caring is Creepy by the Shins, which I believe is right after or right before Tosh's part in the video. But that ain't Tosh. This is like the... But it is the drop-in from the roof with... I think... Okay. Okay, so this is the wrong person. But I knew no, that. No, no, I will never miss an opportunity to say, fuck you, <laughs> you were wrong. I knew that in my head, I was like, someone drops in from like a house's roof. Yep. Their tail breaks, and then, I think, I. So, yeah, this is like. I, like, the, I know it. The homie part. I watched this video a hundred times in my mom's Nissan Quest. <laughs> and with just a, so. A TV the size of my phone screen, literally. And just so you don't go to sleep toiling over it, this was Tasha's dumb gay song. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> and we did it. We corrected all the mistakes from last week's skateboarding conversation. Sight unseen. Such a classic video. It's like, a great video. That was I had that one on DVD. I, I was out of VHSs by then. Played it a lot. I had the VHS of Sight Unseen. You had the DVD. I had the DVD of 
<laughs> the Black Label video and you had the VHS. Yours, the VHS said, Welcome to Black Label. And mine just said Black Label. No, it was, no, it was Wait for the Blackout. Wait for right? the Blackout. Whatever, dude. Am I just thinking of the damn song? So let's wait for the blackout. The light is too bright. Okay. It's a good song. It's actually, for some reason, in Tommy Boy. That always, I find that always interesting. There's a montage in Tommy Boy where they have a, a damned song, and I'm always like, yeah! My dad used to rock this shit all the time. Um, well, let's learn about something else your dad probably rocked in this week's... Highly Recommended! Yeah. This week's highly recommended album comes from the Guess Who? Their 1974 Who? release, Road Food. I never knew the Guess Who was a Canadian band. Did you know this? No. Everyone knows their most famous song, American Woman. I was just assuming they were American. I always thought it was like a patriotic song. Apparently, it's like a I was gonna say, that's exotic not foreign woman interests me song. I can't think of the title, but there's another song that would you be always love. Under my thumb. No what sugar tonight in my coffee. Oh yeah, no sugar tonight is the guess who. Isn't that guess who? Yeah, I think uh, so. They're also famous for. Um, she's come undone. Undone, not under my thumb. It's the Stones. And then. Uh, yeah, she's come undone was one of my favorite songs. Made popular. Again, by super bad, these eyes. Man, I wish I could. None of those songs. I was gonna say on this album. I know it's not on this album, but I want Term <laughs> to do a root and doodle over the "She's Come Undone." You know, I'm not as familiar with the uh, the melody of "She's Come Undone." I might miss the rootle doodle. We're gonna revisit it after this. Oh, rootle doodle, star baby. <laughs> the opening track of this song, but first, clap for the Wolfman. A dedication to Wolfman Jack. Jackie! Oh, you know, she was digging the cat on the radio. There he is. Which reached number four in Canada. Number six in America on the six. Billboard Hot 100. Six! <laughs> and none of those songs that they were really popular for stayed on the charts as long as this one. Star baby. This fucking song kicks ass and I really fucking like it. I don't know if it was my dad's or my mom's, but one of my parents had this seven inch single. One of your parents had a seven inch. <laughs> my mom had a seven inch. <laughs> Of the Guess Who's Star Baby. And I listened to it. And it blew my mind. I blew my mom's seven inch. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, yeah, I read that this song by the Guess Who stayed on the charts longer than any of their singles, including American Woman, which is like, what? But how long was Lenny Kravitz's American Woman? It reached Woman? 39 I'll look that up after this. Don't worry. Uh, reach number 39. Song this one or American Woman? Uh, this song. 
Okay. All right, hold on. I'm going to have to rootle doodle do here. Oh, yeah. Good guitar solo. The song was a major hit in Chicago, peaking at number three and receiving significant airplay on radio superstation WLS. Um... Yeah, it says that it remained on the charts longer than any of their other hits. 19 weeks. Star baby. Flashing little, shining little, two-timing mama singing. Star baby. Oh, that Hillary Duff tush. Yeah, I, just I, put it back. I put it back up. So Lenny Kravitz's American Woman, How did it ever reach, like, what level on the charts did that reach? I'm just going to pull it back to this last verse because I like it and All I right, talked I'm, over it. I'm impatient. <laughs> At a Hollywood show That I'm head over heels shook up by the way that you sang to me and if it please your highness on a sunny day sometime will you take me riding baby kissing in your cadillac star baby I just picture me and hillary riding in a mm. drop top kissing in her mm -hmm. cadillac dog all right now she's my star baby lenny kravitz <laughs> american woman so let's find out what ranking hey, for how long did the guess why who don't you, don't you want me? what's up what Rank and for how long did the guess who's American oh, woman I don't debut? Know. I have to, now I gotta look at it because I remember Lenny Kravitz doing that song was like huge. It was probably it was a big hit, like a number one in the 90s. Yeah, um, real quick, straighten out another good song. The whole album, it's a good album, but the whole album isn't like remarkable. We want to know about American Woman, Star Baby, Clap for the Wolfman are the two right home about tracks for sure but i like straighten out this song is fun oh yeah give me a break it's fun this is a fun song i like it i like the melodies and then don't you want me i just like the ending I like the way it ends. I don't think I've ever heard a song end the way this song ends. The Guess Who Road Food. Fucking awesome, dude. 1974 Road Food by The Guess Who. Okay, now. Let's find out how long American Woman was on the charts. Because I got to know. Hillary's my American woman. She's looking fine, dude. I like those water chaps. <laughs> Look at that. The way the water is just like going into her butt crack. One cheek, one cheek is submerged. I'll suck it out with a straw. One cheek is shark finning while the other is submerged. Mm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 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 it's has Chappelle on it too. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary Duff. 
All right, American Woman is a song by Canadian rock band The Guess Who, released January 1970 from the album of the same name. Okay. Uh, it reached number one. Wow, American Woman's B-side was no sugar. Ayo. Mm, that's a good release. It reached number one for three weeks. That's it? Commencing May 9th on both the United States Billboard Hot 100 and the Canadian RPM Magazine singles chart. Okay. All right, Kravitz. Wow. Lenny, Kravitz. So, I'll, three weeks. Three what weeks. got to be? For, for the Guess Who. Maybe it didn't even reach number one, and I'm just remembering it as a radio hit. Lenny Kravitz version. It was a big deal. From the album Five and Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, original motion picture soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's find out right now. The cover reached the top 20 in Australia, Finland, Iceland, New Zealand, and Spain, as well as number 26 in Canada and 49 on the U.S. Billboard okay. Hot 100. To the victor go the spoils. The like music video, directed by Paul Hunter, featured actress Heather Graham from the movie The Spy Who Shagged Me. Doesn't say how many weeks. But it never reached number one. It was nominated for a Grammy. He won a Grammy for this. Wow. I bet the guess who get Do they get, like, Grammy kickback? What? Because, like, they're the writers of the song that won, right? Do they get Grammys for it that? It tells me, like, where it hit on the charts. It just doesn't tell me how long. Is it Chinaman's name? So I knew that was coming. <laughs> All right. Let's find this out. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> American Woman by Lenny Kravitz featuring Dave Chappelle. Lenny Kravitz... American woman. What do I search? Like weeks? <laughs> How many weeks? Dude, I don't care because it didn't reach number one, which the guess who did. No, they didn't. I thought you said it was three weeks at number one. No, I don't think I said it number one. Uh, it was... pisses me off. Okay, American woman by the guess who. Uh, oh, it did reach number one for three weeks. That's what I heard. Okay. So yeah, fuck Lenny Kravitz. That's what I've been saying. We can move on. And his Lenny Kravitz ass. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, remember our friend uh, at the in our, our like it was you guys were probably fifth grade. Yeah, you were fifth grade. I was third. Oh, grade. I already thought to bring at this our up. school talent show. Yep, our buddy did. Uh, but it was fly a dance routine. Fly away, get away. I want to get away. Yep. I want to fly away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. So gay. Our buddy did a dance routine to that song. He didn't even like sing it. Don't forget it. about Brett. They were both up there and they were lip syncing <laughs> Getaway uh, to the, the fifth grade is sitting Indian style or uh, pardon me, crisscross applesauce. Brett Lodigan <laughs> was one of the guys for the rest of the time until my until senior year of high school, everyone called him high school? Lenny Lonergan. That was his name to me. I found out like sophomore year of high school, his name's not Lenny. It's Brett. Everyone called him Lenny. And you know what? I don't even know if it came from yes, him. Yes, it did. Probably did. <laughs> Shout out Lenny, dude. That's my dog. Lenny Largan. <laughs> oh, he's the man. All right, let's shift. It's time for Fan Questions. Yeah. It's time for Fan Questions. D.P.S. Report. I also have this package. Oh, yeah. You want to do that now before I mean, we forget? It's like a question. Yeah. 
I have a question. Pack. What's in the package? First of all, it's from Vaughn, who sent us the whoopee cushions. Hell yeah. Second of all... Lost episode. We didn't really... like. We did a whole 10 minutes on it, but... Whatever it was, I hope it's not fragile, because they shoved it into our tiny little P.O. box. And Term is being quite abrasive with it as well. well they already were. There's nothing I'm doing. They led by example. It wasn't already done. Dude. New whoopies? It's new whoopies. <laughs> oh, no, well, dude, oh my God. I think it's just all whoopee cushions. How many? Like... And you know when these podcasts end, it's just my house, and then like it goes back to being just my house, and there's all this shit I gotta put away. They have emojis on. Dude, I got I got cunt and cock wax candles over there. I I got got two. I got fake shit over here. I got two. I got Kale's message with dicks on it. It's all just laying around my room. (laughs) Look at this envelope. She sent a letter in an envelope. First of all, it's already in an envelope. This is an envelope inside of an envelope. Unnecessary. But the the envelope has like fucking lining. It's like tile lining. Hey Vaughn, we commend your envelope pickout skills. It's a good envelope. I wouldn't have wasted fancy. this envelope. Is that a check? Is Vaughn my aunt wishing me a happy birthday with fifteen dollars <laughs> and a written check? Fake it, fake it, fake it. <laughs> That's what it says. I'm reading the letter. <clears throat> Matt and Seth. Yes. Reggie's rocked! Exclamation point. Thank you for a real good time. She was a Reggie's smiley face. Fun, um, didn't see you. Hope these whoopee cushions are better than the last ones. Oh, well, we're going to test at least one of them out right now. Love you, fuckers. Smooches. I did not see Vaughn at the uh, at the Reggie's show, I don't think. I didn't either. What, you don't say hi, Vaughn? What the oh, fuck? Wait. Yeah, I did. I was eyeing her from the stage. I was like, what's up, Vaughn? Maybe I did see her. I just got drunk. I don't know. Yeah, you know? I was just preoccupied with those fat tires. Oh, they're all chalky. They all have like emojis on them, which I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, Vaughn, can you step it up next? I time? like just the classic mm-hmm. whoopee cushion. How do you, how do you fill one of these? It's kind of hard. It's gonna take a too long. You gotta pinch it with two fingers. Fuck. Too long is how long's brother? <laughs> also a Chinaman. <laughs> you know what? I don't want to speak ill of a gift. The second after opening it. But these kind of suck. <laughs> I, I can't like pinch I, it to I get it open. This is we got to move the show on. I thought I was gonna blow it up and we'd hear farts and then, you know, our normal thing. I can't do it. It doesn't take air. You know what the problem is? Look at the label. Look at this. Look at this. Look at the package. This is a whoopsie cushion. Whoopsie. This isn't a whoopsie this cushion. This is a whoopsie. This is a whoopsie you cushion. You fucked up, Vaughn. You got me fucked up. <laughs> you got me whoopsie cushions. <laughs> Wait yeah. up, though. It's good. There we it's go. actually good. My, I take one. it all back. I'm taking everything I said back. Vaughn, <laughs> just when I think you couldn't send anything dumber, you go and do something like this. <laughs> yeah, Vaughn. You did it. You made the show a better show. Thank Here. you. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll play one while I try to put some more air in. Yeah, this. let's do that. Yo, Palmer Squares, can you guys do a fucking album request or album, uh, whatever the fuck, of like hip hop? All Term always does is fucking play some other shit that's this. not hip hop. And I know he likes his style of music, but can we get a fucking hip hop album in here? 
right, fuck you guys. I know Term wants to blow up the whoopee cushion on you right now. Like he's still putting air in it. Did he say his name? Did he say his name? I don't Who think so. Who was that guy? Hey, caller. Caller. <laughs> right in your face. I don't know. I'm gonna take caller's side here and say that your non-hip hop recommendations. No way. <laughs> Oh, so you, good. you were loving Star Baby. It was Star Baby. Come on, dude. You're gonna be kissing in a Cadillac. Maybe you should mix it up with um. Look, this is just what I listened to, bro. Uh, yeah, I could have come in here and recommended Kendrick's new album, but y'all, y'all are gonna listen to that. Y'all heard that? Um, somebody I, else. Um, I recommended go. Typical Cats. Yeah, a million years ago. I recommended. We talked about it today. Victor Vaughn. A million years ago. Vaudeville villain, that's what it's called. Yeah, what about what 2022? Called? What about 2022? All right, there will be one <laughs> for 2022. Hold your horses. Zach writes in, it says, Terms Rudel Doodles. Hey, guys, it's Zach again, uh, the one that had some shirt ideas for Ack on the Lost episode. I just thought I would balance out my praise and say that I love hearing term harmonizing with the highly recommended songs. Hell yeah. It adds such a warm, fuzzy feeling to the music recommendations. You guys brought up Action Bronson on the latest podcast and mocked him pretty flawlessly. It reminded of the episode you guys talked about the hooker that took shits for a dude to eat. I couldn't stop laughing at oh, Ax. What was her name? She took a dookie in the Maserati. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Bronson-esque line. I'm surprised he hasn't said it. She going potty was, in the Maserati. He's eating dookie in the red Ferrari. This is really getting to me that I can't remember what? her name. Oh, he has a Lisa, song. Lisa, Linda. He has a song. Hookers from the Point. And what's her name? Named though? after her. I think Anywho. it starts with a C. Cunt. C. Cindy. Cindy. It was Cindy, right? It's Cindy. I'm eating Cindy shit inside the Testarossa. <laughs> uh, it was such a Bronson-esque line. I'm surprised he hasn't said it. Anyways, you guys are the shit. Thanks for keeping up the endless entertainment. Smooches, Zach. <laughs> That's for you, buddy. Uh, let's move on. We got another. I watched another uh, crazy documentary the other day. Uh, Dream Deceivers. It's one hour long. It's You can find it on YouTube. And uh, warning... It's about a kid, two kids in the 80s, I think like 81, blew their heads off with shotguns. One of the kids survived. His head didn't completely come off. They put it together as much as they could, and he blamed Judas Priest. He said that the music mesmerized him and his friend and made them kill themselves. And his family and his friend's family sued Judas Priest, and Judas Priest had to like fly to America for a court date because they were being sued for like convincing a kid to fucking blow his head off. And the one kid who they put his head together, he talks a lot in the documentary and it's really graphic and it's really hard to Is look at. Is it worse at. than Turkey Head? No. Okay. Not at all. Well, then and I thought up. of I thought of Turkey Head cuz they interview his mom a lot and she talks about how he's I wish in, I could stop thinking of Turkey Head. He's they say he's embarrassed to eat in front of a camera cuz he only has one tooth left and what he does is he like sticks his he like mashes the food against his tooth with his fingers or something. And she's like <laughs> he doesn't like to Christ. eat cuz it's cuz it's on on camera he's embarrassed and I was thinking of Turkey head, like that motherfucker ain't on camera. I don't he know. Doesn't if, know he's on camera. I don't know if he saw his, the camera. His, his cheek fat <laughs> swells up in front of his eyeballs. Uh, but yeah, it was it was pretty crazy, and um, you know, history shows that they did not win the lawsuit against Judas Priest. It's like uh, they say in the 
the court case, when they start the court, the trial, the judge is like, we're not talking about any of the lyrics or the music because that is constitutionally protected. And then their lawyer, the kid's lawyer tries to argue that like in, in their songs, in one song in particular, there's six points where he's, they say, do it. Like do it, like the, Ben Stiller. Do it, do, do it. it. We watched Starsky and Hutch. I don't even think it. I made it to that part. I think I'm I glad, passed out. I'm glad I brought this up so I can <laughs> remember. It. And you know what? Wasn't that good? <laughs> um, ben Stiller's funny. Owen Wilson can go fuck himself, but Ben Stiller. Yeah, he gets both dude. chicks. He gets uh, Carmen Electra and Amy Smart. Not fair. Not fair at it's all. Not what bros do. They share chicks. <laughs> <Ben's>, <laughs> these like shoot powder or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, they said that he says like do it. Behind, and then I'm thinking like. Even if he does say do it, which they which he didn't, it's just like the sounds or something, uh, like some of the sounds together, they just sound like do it at certain points. Even if he did say do it, didn't the guy just say that the lyrics are constitutionally protected? Like I'm not allowed to say do it on a track. What the fuck is it? How many people bought this album, listened to it, and didn't blow their heads off? I think a couple million. You know, so like, what if I bought it? And I was like nervous about going in for a job interview, and then I listened to Judas Priest, and he's like, "Do it, do it." And I go in and I get the job. That's a happy story. Uh, does anyone have that story to tell? Did anyone ever cite Judas Priest? Oh, as what the made silent, them? This is the silent majority. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And I think I think the uh, the judge knew this, and the case was tossed out. And I'll I'll spoil the ending. Unfortunately, the kid who blew his head off like finishes the job a few years later. <laughs> I think proving that it like it wasn't Judas Priest. You know, not only was the kid already have some chemical imbalances or some clinical depression, but now he's got a deformed face on top of it all. That does not help me. He's matters. got one tooth that he's got to chew his meal with. It's a good documentary, though. Not watching. <laughs> Dream Deceivers. Check it out. Um, Josh writes in and says, do you guys have a favorite verse of the others? I know it's hard to answer your favorite anything on the spot, uh, but is there... Uh, a few verses of acts that blew terms mind and vice versa side note i love when y'all do ad libs for each other gotta be honest i like the music video recording a spooky language better because nice. of that i would love to hear more of that on studio recordings i swear to god i've brought this up but like uh i think i was showing you a, a song from somebody else where they were doing that i'm like we right. gotta do that again we talked like, about that i don't i think cool I, Maybe we did it like once, but I don't know if on any studio music I ad lib your verses and vice versa. But but uh, that's a cool thing. And mark my words, you'll hear it on a future song, even if it's out in five years. Yeah, future's I, gonna I, do it. I, I don't know. But yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. I've heard that on some other artist stuff recently, and it's always like that's dope. You can hear the other guy like coming in and they're yeah. kind of like. I don't know. I there's agree. something to we'll that, do it. but that's what all of our live shows are: is me ad libbing your verses while you're rapping, and vice versa. Yes. Like that's why I think we Maybe crush we just record a live like picturesque album. and other one take things, like where we like have done it a hundred thousand times by now, and we just know the spots, and you know you can take a breath here because I'm going to say this there, and um, right. that's what kind of makes a live show way more uh, well rounded than watching something on YouTube. Colorado this week, three dates. Um, yeah, come watch us do it better than the album. So um, each other's verses? I don't know. That is too hard of a one, probably. One. There's an unreleased song. Rohypno. Are you saying mine? <laughs> I'm, you love my verse on Rohypno. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I, love I don't your verse. like it, but don't put words in my mouth. Uh, I think it goes fucking dummy hard. Dummy hard. And Thanks, dude. Uh, I like yeah! ad libbing it live. Frick, yeah. You know, there's others, but that one stands out. Now I have to think of one top. people have heard, because 
like many of the answers to these, like uh, there's an unreleased song. Rowdy gets ready, get ready, get radical. It's like there's an unreleased it's just a hard song fucking verse that has you know a junkyard song that has this hard beat and right. a feature on it. Right. Uh, and it's, I, know I don't want to say about. too much. Terms verse on that rules ass, and I like it a lot. But I, you know, you, I want you to think of something that you know. I'll I'll throw one more little thing. Mm, I mentioned little. it last week. I think with the whole walkout music thing, because somebody mentioned a song we had. Oh, knock them down. Yeah. And I was like, that's hardly about fucking like fighting and stuff. That's not hardly about. And then it. I was gonna say we got a song coming out. Yeah. Future ref, you'll get this reference later in the future. <laughs> la 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 la. But we do have a song uh, that you'll hear. You know, down the down the road. That's kind of like Jesus Christ. Kind of like why is it fight not out themed? <laughs> and yeah, I fucking crushed it. Yeah. The training's paying off in verbal form. <laughs> um, something. I mean, this this is almost like regurgitated and reiterated from fans, but I agree. Terms spit take verse, dummy hard. Um, I don't even know it. I mean, I, at this rate, I don't either. But it's like it's it's uh, it it will stand the test of time. Uh, right. Syllabically, I've you said know what that, I'm saying. Uh, part of it, Good shit. was inspired by. Some shit I was going through with an ex girlfriend. This is some, some shit. shit. <laughs> Sage Francis. Mm. Uh. <laughs> I saw Sage Francis live one time. Anyway, we, they know we've said this it is before. some shit to make your ex girlfriend cry. <gasps> you never know. This could be someone's first episode. It was sadly. <laughs> now we have the same one thousand listeners every week, and yeah, maybe less. Uh, but no, we're not getting more <laughs> on spit take the whole fucking, I don't give a fuck about you. I don't give a fuck about me. I don't give a fuck about that's like me, like releasing angst during like a really rough breakup. He's using his outlet to right. relieve tension. He's <laughs> <laughs> using your outlet. Vaughn, you rule. Thanks for these, Vaughn. Um, I don't know. I mean, term is great on everything. You know, like, like I, when he said bars like handle, I felt that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and we all had a bike. For real though, I um <laughs> it's hard for me to like think of it without looking at Oh, uh, another one. But I, I think we both crush it. I, I want to praise terms, but I'm also being that only child and I got to picturesque is like right. a, a t uh, maybe a best TPS song verse wise and i think seeing it live when we ad lib each other and do that shit like it only proves that more so now that used to be a song we opened with and now it's like at the end of sets normally i think it works it works way. it's it's great to rope people in that are like <laughs> as we, well as we've never this this is like an introduction to what you're about to see or it's a great ribbon to put on it at the end like right. that's such a versatile track as well as uh acknowledge i think it's another one we both hopefully impressed each other you impressed no, I, me I, I think uh <coughs> and uh just love to do it live and get to double your takes yeah that's yeah, fun i think we answered the question let's stop sucking each other's dicks mm. quite yet <laughs> oh something though which is interesting because um <laughs> it's not I, i'm looking at our like set list plans for colorado and there's so many things i could mention but the things that stand out are like bad animals and paralyzed and things where it's like <laughs> term executes something that i can't really bring and deliver on a song that that harmony that's another thing that like it's wild to be able to play live shows where we're doing like whatever acknowledge or holler or picturesque like that just dirty rap long verse type stuff too and then like you can just oh next song is bad animals and then the people that maybe weren't well, feeling picturesque you do it and i'm like 
I don't know. I, I think it kills like every doing. time. I think it kills every time. We no, just there, started playing. Bad there animals. are nights where uh, it's just out of the question. Yeah, I know. I mean, I lose my voice every other <laughs> fucking tour. Um, but yeah. Oh, here's one for sure. And no disrespect to Jarv, but Term has the best two slow verse uh, by Damn! far. By far, that's better than mine. And it's better than Jarv's. No disrespect to Jarv. I love him. <laughs> but when you put mine and Jarv's together next to terms... I'm not going to argue. It farts, dude. It stinks. Um, all right. Now we're done sucking each other. <coughs> what else? Here? Oh, my God. I got to back it up. I got to back it up. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the Come Town podcast... Is this Jarv? The girl of the... <laughs> I did not cue that. Jarv loves Comtown. We learned that about him on... He uh, does. He was queuing him up on tour. Anyways. ...show was trying to come up with hip-hop songs from white rappers. He could only come up with Eminem songs. And the host of the show, Nick Mullen, mentioned Engelbert Humperdinck. And I was curious if you think he was talking about Term K's song... No. ...or Probably the not. British singer. The British singer. singer. What are your thoughts? Those are them. Next question. <laughs> now, there's no way. Like, I would never assume did we, did somebody that fest? I know knows us. Was he at Skankfest? I don't think he was. in front of him? There was a chance, but... If your I, answer was yes, it'd still say... I don't say, think so. I know he's talking about what the he other looks guy. like. Uh, Is he British? I thought Engelbert Hunkerding was, like, Turkish or something. He's something. He looks something. Turkish. Um, yeah, let's, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's nothing more to say about that. I hope he knows who we are. I actually, like, I had this, you know... Sometimes I have good moods and then I have bad moods. I don't know if they're all justified, but like, like I have to be like remind myself sometimes that like, oh, like life is doing, you know, I'm doing good. My life is good. In fact, my life is like wildly cool sometimes. Yeah, it's a, literally a movie. Um, <laughs> the stylist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, like flying out to Virginia to party in that barn and then being home the next day. And I was just like, that's like. I don't know. Did you it's pop fun. out for a paid party? Like uh, being able to perform in front of these people that we love at Skankfest and doing it again this October in Vegas. I'm thinking like we saw Lewis uh, at, uh, at Zany's a couple weeks ago. Right. And the way we were just kind of like oh, what's chatting up, dude? and he's like, you guys are going to be at Skankfest, right? You confirmed. Hello, friend. Yeah. I'm like, like, like I'm working with the people I want to work with. Like the things I, the goals I set, a lot of them were accomplished, you know, getting more shows on the books this year, Skankfest, shit like that. And it's just like, Oh yeah, my life is dope as shit. But then, like, I'm just in a bad mood one day because I didn't have any ideas for a song I was working on. So I'm gonna suck dicks now. I fucking suck. Give me a whoopee cushion, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, then I'm just like, I have to remember, like, oh, dude, what am I tripping about? Eleven years in the game, dude. Uh, anyways, another question. Well, I wanna be a masked man all night <laughs> in Palmer Squares again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I didn't understand anything but that. Oh my what, god! What is he? What is? No, the, remember it's been a long time. But this guy used to call him with the "I'm an ass man." But he doing a different song, "Ass Man Guy." Yeah, I can't he, like understand the words. By though. far the best part is your little chuckle, though. Let's hear it again. Well, I wanna be a mass man all night. Mass man on what? And party every day. He's doing kiss. What is he saying? He wants to be an ass man all an night. An ass man all That's night. That's his whole of... trademark. Okay. Bomb the squares of gay. And we're gay. I'm gay. It's the ass man. <laughs> oh, wait. I, I'm gay over his chuckle. Gay. 
<laughs> Sounds like uh, Eric in Billy Madison. <laughs> Eric. <laughs> okay. It's the ass man. And uh, you know the other guy, Carl. Yeah, he's an escape from Alcatraz. Larry Hankin. Just checking in on you guys. Never forget. And uh, yes, how are you guys doing, man? Have you ever seen those? Pretty good. Bumper stickers, I guess, are on the back of like soccer moms vans. It has like a caricature of the family: a mom, dad, brother, sister, the dog. Yeah, the stick figures. Well, I was at a gas station right now, and I saw a van park, and a mom aggressively jumped out the van, used a snow scraper to scrape off one of their children. No way! Jump back in the van and drive off. Well, I don't like... know what to make of that, but uh, that's one of my the story. Children? I'm sticking to it. I thought but, you were uh, say the dad. Besides that. You guys should come back to LA. <laughs> I met you guys before, but uh, it'd be nice to put a, you know, a face to the ass. <laughs> but uh, yeah, catch you later, fag. <laughs> Sky rules, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Love him. Call more. Where, where did he say? I think he said LA. I I I all run it back. Besides that, you guys should come back to LA. LA. Uh we might. Like I, I mean, we, we will. To. I don't know when, but we it's will. like a, and hopefully it's soon. It's a goal. If Colorado was a top priority, we're Sooner checking that one later. off this week. Um, we have some other gear up to gather data plans for the fall. So yeah, hope to see uh, your ass and your face. That was a lyric off of Victor Vaughn's Vaudeville we Valley. Get it? A rap album that I recommended once. Yeah, the one you recommended. <laughs> hey y'all, what's up? It's Savvy, the respectable woman. So I'm calling in because you guys failed to mention a sequel that's better than the original. And this is the OG. And it's Shrek 2. Shrek? Shrek 2 is a cinematic masterpiece. Okay, I haven't watched what did it we say? since I was young. Two things that came before Shrek. Better sequels? And she said it's the OG. I don't know. This was like a couple weeks Come ago. We now. talked about Rush Hour and yeah. uh, all sorts of stuff. Terminator. Right. I don't think I've ever seen the second Shrek. And you haven't lived. And I just recently watched it again. <laughs> Let me tell you, man. So don't go through there. I love the Man, excitement. those are fucking legendary. But yeah, Shrek 2, that's a sequel that's better it. than the original. I don't know anything about Shrek 2. And also Master of the Disguise. Master of the Disguise. Okay, great. Master the. of the Disguise. Nah, she said it, it again. Kinda she nice. said the, though, the third time. Mm, she's nervous. It's <laughs> a great fucking great. film. Hell yeah. Fucking great know. film. <laughs> okay? All right, that's all I have to say. Shrek 2, Master of the Disguise. Great film. Bye. Um, have a great day. Got it. A bunch. I'm just going to keep playing stuff. Hey, top of the morning, boys. Sorry, I got that ripping bongs all night. <clears throat> Crusty voice going on. Anyway, it's kind of a high thought, but uh, I know you two are a couple movie buffs. And, uh, man, just this phenomenon I've noticed, man. It's like too. In TV shows and movies over the decades is that they never say underwear. They always call underwear underpants. No, it's not true. 90s, 2000s. You ever seen Rain Man? Just came out. Fucking you know my favorite part of Rain Man? Huh. Uh, Raymond keeps giving Tom Cruise. What is Tom Cruise's character's name? Uh, I don't know. 
All right, well, Dustin Hoffman, <laughs> Dustin Hoffman keeps giving Tom Cruise shit uh, that he he always buys his underwear at, at Kmart. And then they're in like the middle of nowhere. And Tom Cruise is going to have to get Raymond some underwear at a place that isn't Kmart. And Raymond's already expressing that like that's going to be a problem. And Tom Cruise like slams on the brakes. Charlie. Charlie. Uh, I'm, I was trying to think of that sexy French girl saying his name. The girl from uh, Big Top Pee Wee. Oh. And then uh, Tom Cruise gets mad and he, he slams on the brakes and he, and he walks out and he's like walking in the middle of nowhere in front of the car in, in the country and he just goes, what difference does it make where you buy your underwear? Underwear is underwear. That's my favorite part of it. <laughs> man. So you're wrong. Have you ever seen CKY2K where he goes, girlfriends, underwears, that was, hello? Um, that wasn't CKY2K. <laughs> They made a movie, so it was actually a movie. What? Remember they made a movie called Haggard? Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. I never saw it. That's a deep cut. <laughs> I think but, that was But it, it disproves your theory. I think that was in their little trailer or something, but yeah. Brendan, how do you say his name? DiCamillo? DiCamillo. The Forgotten Jackass. Uh, girlfriends. Underwears. It's memorable stuff. Classic. Hey, Fruitcakes. Squirt Eddie! is this. Google it. I'm sorry. They do I eddied over whatever he said. Have a nice day. He said, "Squirt is piss." Google it. Squirt is piss. I think that's what we did, like agreed on in the end. Yeah, I think I said ninety percent. <laughs> All right, and that the other ten percent is like vaginal viscosities, you know, secretions. Uh, last uh, question. It's all cool. Yeah, dude, we got to the bottom of it. As long as you're like a hot chick like Hillary Duff or <laughs> Anna de Armas, and it's in an Arby's milkshake, <laughs> and I'll chug it. Preferably, it's not. Like the color of this Manila envelope, and it can't like be Manila. Stinky. <laughs> uh, one more. Yo, faggot! It's your boy. Jesus. It's your guy. It's the Halloween guy. Hey, um, we'll we brought him up last week. We were just talking about you, Halloween guy. <laughs> Halloween guy. Where were you in Vancouver when someone was peeing in the milkshakes? Is he Canadian? Well, it was Halloween, right? My bad. It was actually it was it, uh, it said Vancouver, Washington. Right. My bad. All right. He goes on. Um, we're calling in from a long time. I know you guys say I fell off, but I'm just dropping in. So I got a question. You always have a home. Actually, here. I got a two-part question. Right. Uh, would you rather have your head shaved for a year or have your balls and fucking pubic area shaved for a year, completely down to the skin? I'll do both for a year. I don't care. Like, what's the if Did it's I get completely something? down to the skin, down to the skin, balls and everything, balls and pubes. Yeah, for I guess sure. skinhead's not as hot of a look. No, in fact, no one's really looking at my balls. So I, I would that's like chill. if it was like just bzzz, right. I would do that. Down to the skin does make it different. There's like I would bzzz of, my head and have bushy pubes. There's a lot of unfortunate history in this country, and when you <laughs> when you lose that one blade of hair left, right, you're a skinhead. It's not a good look. It's confusing. <laughs> um... I don't know. I was like, I've had the same hair forever. Like, ever since I was in middle school, like, gelling it up a little in front. Like, now it's still, it's like, I don't even have to put shit in my hair. It just is the like. prep cut. It just, like, stays up in front and it all comes forward. prep cut. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm preppy, dude. I wear but Amber But you know who Crombie. made that popular? Pee Wee Herman. Big top Pee Wee. Cute French girl. <laughs> Full circle. What cushion? <laughs> cushion? up, stupid. Shape of a circle. Hello. Um, no, but Pee Wee had the fucking gelled up. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go balls Bangs. too. I'm going balls. Who had that before him? I'm sure a lot of guys. Probably everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's I think balls and dick. Like yeah, that's a. That's I could probably stand to do more maintenance down there. So like to have the the uh, you know right. the goal set where it has to be like pristine. You know, you could eat off it. Type of level clean. Yeah. Um, I don't I know. I, like I, a waiter. You know, I, in a I've fancy to restaurant, like, sometimes I, the waiter comes by and he, he has like a comb for the table. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just pull your crotch down like you're pissing <laughs> and he combs. Yeah. Uh, you can eat off it. Um, but like, I've, I've thought like, will I, could I, should I ever change my hair? Like, I've, like if I grow my hair out, it's yeah. not cool. It doesn't like go down. It's like, it's just a big, puffy, wavy mess. And I, it's like I don't know how to rock that. Yeah, and if I and if I take it all the way off and just kind of like do a you know buzz cut or something, maybe I could get this you know get in better shape, get that Bilal Muhammad MMA look about me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah. remember the name, dude. Uh, I just it's the same forever, and it's probably just always going to be that. But I'm like, I, I would, I don't care, I'll change my hair. I just I don't trust, I don't I don't know anything other than this. You know, this is just what it is. I've always... And I know when it gets long and shitty, I know I'm, it's time for a trim. Yeah, I've always experimented a lot with my hair. Yeah. And, but I feel uh, like you've got the... You, it just works for you. Every time I've experimented, I've seen photos of myself, and I was like, what was I doing? Whoa. Yeah. I have, I have those. I told you my uncle sent... He, like, digitized some old family videos and sent them around. Yeah. And I was watching one, and... uh and it's, you know, I'm maybe like 14, and the camera goes to me, and my first thought is just like, "Oh my god, what were you doing with your fucking hair?" Yeah. And then, and then immediately, my uncle who's filming it goes like, "Seth, what's with the hair?" <laughs> and then just like goes on to Zach and Ian. Hilarious. Um, um, yeah, for some reason, when I was like, uh, like in middle school area, there was like a, a phase growing up where. My hairstyle was I would take a shower every morning and then I would get out and I would just like comb everything forward. You know what I'm talking about? You just like. <laughs> Sorry, I'm working on it. It's concerning because you wonder if it's being prepped for what you're saying. <laughs> it wasn't. I just need to have it. You know, I got to keep one in the chamber. But no, we all did that. And look, I remember, I knew you. You it, would pull all your wet hair forward. Why? What is know. that? That's kind of what mine is. It doesn't go to the sides. It just all goes it forward. It does. It's falling it's on the sides. It's not wet. It's not all <laughs> hair gelled up. But. You don't look like you took a comb. Not no. even a brush. I like never a comb. comb. I, I should comb my hair. I would take like a fine tooth comb. One of those table a ones. fine tooth comb. And mm. fucking what? just everything, just mat it forward. I was so angry about it too. Just, <laughs> look like a weirdo. But yeah, I would fucking like uh, mohawks or dye it every other color. Every week in like sixth grade, I had a different. I'm color more insecure hair. about my actual haircut because that's like my face and head and how people identify me. So, so like, yeah, I think we're going dick and balls. Well, on this now one. I'm concerned also with the facial hair. Yeah. You know, some facial hair looks weird depending on what else you do with what's up top. Right. You know. Yeah, what if my beard doesn't look right with a short hair or shaved head? So then I shave my beard and it looks double wrong. You know? Yeah, that I'm stuck. Yeah, any no, facial. The only hair. thing worse than being a skinhead is being a peanut head. 
with no, just like maybe eyebrows, but just like bald everything. Oh, that's yeah. terrible. My turkey neck, proving I haven't lost any weight. I can't see that in the mirror. I need this beard for protection. At least it's not a turkey head, though. <laughs> Peanut head, Gotta turkey count neck. Count my blessings, dude. It is better. Back than to remembering head. why my life kicks ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not turkey head. <laughs> I should think of him every day. I should pray over him and just be like. You know, it's there's really, no reason I shouldn't walk outside and like tackle the fucking world because like I'm privileged to not have a turkey head so that I can even try. It. Right. I can smile. <laughs> oh I wasn't born with a vagina either, but I don't have a turkey head. Um, was know, that the last episode? Did we talk about the girl who was born without a vagina? Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. We're still oh, talking man. about the last episode. It's the worst part. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> you know what made me really laugh from last week? Just because you said something about being born. We were talking about... uh whatever his name is, Nick Cave's kid, and you were like, he was born with a red right hand in his mouth. <laughs> you said he was born with a red right hand in his mouth, and it's just, uh, right. it's so stupid, it silver makes spoon. me laugh. <laughs> it's very dumb. Uh, anyways, second question. He has a second question. Also, I got another, also, second question. Ack, where the fuck is my beanie? I gave you the answer to term using the same song, recycling fucking his bit. Early oh. in the fucking Christian episode. Okay, first of all, I don't appreciate you yelling at me because this is Term's responsibility. Whoa. The, I t- thought Term, Christian you, was the first one to it, message that. Yeah, like, I only told one person they got it first, and it was Christian. And everybody after oh, wait, Christian. Uh, Chris Piss. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't boy. think you were the first one Halloween guy. Right. Like, because did we give one to Christian? Yes. See? Because he was first. Halloween guy? Come on, dude. It's hoodie rat shit, it's so whatever. Jarring. 143. I gave you the answer. It's on my Instagram, but don't message me on Instagram because I got hacked. So, Uh-oh. yeah. Anyway, I want my beanie. Love, appreciate it. Love you guys. Smooches, faggots. That's my Man, dog. I like Halloween guy. I'm not opposed to just giving him a beanie, but you know what? No. You called me out, dude. His terms job, and he fulfilled it for Chris Piss. Um, I remember Christian was the first one to message. Uh, first one I saw. I, I think I like screen grabbed it and sent it to you because I'm like, here's the who's you're sending the beanie to. Uh, but yeah, other people, maybe two other people. One of them was Halloween guy. Um, also answered and didn't get a beanie. You snooze, you lose. Do you have any air in that thing? <laughs> oh, it's got to be the end of the show, dude. Doesn't get better. Than yeah. That. Oh man. All right, Halloween guy. Next time I see you. If I got a beanie on me, are I'll you give still it to in you. the uh, Southern California area? That's where we know him from, right? Hope San Diego. Because so, we trying to call him, bro. Yeah, dude. Seriously, we'll, we'll give you something. All of California, we we do hope to be back very soon. We're working on more stuff. Um, priorities in Colorado this week, but stay tuned for more announcements coming soon. Having Some of them said right that, <laughs> I hope the Mavericks kick the shit out of the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> Yeah, me too. And like, I would normally think that's impossible, but Luca Magic, dude, I don't know. The kid's crazy. Yeah, dude, he's the new Michael Jordan. Well, I don't <laughs> say that. I was watching; they were um, comparing some of his stats to like a bunch of Jordan's playoff stats. He's the only other guy to match a bunch of them. Um, yeah, I know. Like, that's uh, all that I know. Plus thirty. Point I don't know games. any of the stats. I, I know he has like uh, somewhere on the records of thirty or more. In, in every playoff, playoff games, game. yeah, something. No, it is, no one else has done that but Michael Jordan. So he is the new Michael. I feel Jordan. like face it. I already feel, I feel like this is something they'll be <laughs> opening with to correct next week's podcast. Like, all right, Luca is not Michael Jordan. No, but he is. Yeah, go Mavs. 
And uh, fuck it. No, no, no I don't want to say he is. I don't want to gas it up too much. And then I'm just it. stoked that I have someone to root for in this Eastern series, dude. If it were Milwaukee, Miami, can you? God damn it, I don't have any air in mind. I'm gonna need that right now. If it were M Milwaukee, Miami, get the fuck. Couldn't care. But now I have a team that I've always loved, and I, you know, I, I would, I wouldn't give a shit if they fucking won everything. Let's go Celtics. Uh, so I'm stoked. Uh, fuck you, Giannis. Here's some YouTube comments. I do hope we end up with Mavs Celtics, so you can root for the Celtics and I can root for the Mavs. What am I like logged out? That'll be fun. What, what a fun frick, dude! Why does everything suck? Turkey head, turkey head. All right, I fixed it. Overreaction. Um. Oh yeah, we posted that promo video, so a lot of these comments might be on that. First one: When are you coming to Utah? Um, Yikes. Stay tuned for those announcements. I don't know. We might be on the West Coast before the end of the year, at least if we had our way. That's what would happen. Utah. Word video. Akinterm brought a big brown bag full of purple chronic. What? Huh? <laughs> uh, meet the Snells. Do we have a brown bag in that video? I don't think so. No, I thought that was like a, a different video. If you're looking for some lyrically lyricists, uh, here wow. they are. Cheers. P squares. Glad to see you, bros. Still hang, bros. Over hose. Stand up from Canada to the United States of America. Wow. This guy, I just realized all of these comments are the same guy. Whoa. He goes on a tear. So that last one was him about the brown bag. That one was Wayne. Next one. Acknowledge. Drunk piss. Ha. Cheers. P square. Be the illest. Salute from Ontario, Canada. Next comment on Acknowledge also, it says, Cheers, Termin Ack, make real music, salute from Ontario, Canada. Cheers. And then here's another comment from him on Never Had Nothing, and it says, P-Squares are dope AF, salute from Ontario, Canada. <laughs> He's got it. I'll tell you what we're not going this year, because I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Ontario, Canada. Well, I'm still not allowed. Really? Yeah. They're uh, still like... Okay. Canada's super gay. Um, but not the people. <laughs> Another comment. <laughs> I can't wait to see you guys. Another comment on the promo video. It says, eating omelets. Coming to Denver. Kablooey. Wayne again. I'm a buzzkill bar was off the chain respect from Ontario, Canada. Oh, my God. Wayne, give Wayne, it up. Wayne, buddy. <laughs> it's too much. Why is it so important to represent your, your like where you're from in every YouTube comment? Yeah, like I get like, you know, wearing a shirt or whatever, repping your team, but get off our page, weirdo. You're um, not the first guy to comment from Ontario, Canada. Here's the so you think you can rap round two video. It's Wayne. Termin Act proved shit's real in the Shaw. Cheers. It's always with the clinking champagne glasses emoji, too. <laughs> Salute from Ontario, Canada. Fire emoji. Tree emoji. Did he say it's Wayne or was that you? It's no, I said that. Oh, okay. I get it. It's funnier if he said. It, I yeah. would have loved if he was typing it's, it's Wayne. Wayne in the in the front <laughs> no, of all of these. That was me. I would send him a beanie right now. Yeah, Halloween guy, you're out. Wayne, you're in. Uh, cold video. <laughs> cold as the feet of a penguin. Bars. Salute from Ontario, Canada. Canadian flag emoji. Tree emoji. Fire emoji. It's Wayne again <coughs> on the Duke Westlake Cypher. Sipping 80 prof with my TV and TP, toilet paper emoji, on the roof. Salute, acumenal and terminal knowledge. Beast in the game. That's it. There's no Ontario part. That was Wayne, though? 
Yeah. Right that, on. Like, that broke but the curse. The, going down the line, that had to be his first <laughs> that was comment, his first right? One. So he's so like, oh, shit. He, I didn't shout out Ontario Canada. Dude, and all the, the regret that must have gone through this guy <laughs> after hitting post. Oh, my God. Um, he sure made up for it. And then uh, someone comments on Lucky Quarter. It says, the Haiti Tahiti bar needed to go. That was a 2.5 out of 10, <laughs> while every other bar was 10 out of 10. You know, they can't all be winners. Well, I, guess, I like that bar. I swear to God, I thought that was going to say that was the only thing that was dope and the rest was trash. Yeah. <laughs> Which wouldn't be wrong either. I don't know who to believe. Uh, to, like, Wait, break it down, though. I don't think he realizes. Why was that? To Haiti. Then to Tahiti. It's good wordplay. I thought it I was excellent. I want to move <laughs> to Haiti, which is like kind of Trump called it a shithole. I want to move to Haiti. Was he lying? Then to Tahiti. Was he lying? I don't know. I, I mean, it's not their there. fault if it's a shithole. But is it a shithole or not? I don't know. I've never been there. It's a shithole. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> off. With- and then there's Tahiti, which is not a shithole. It's a tropical paradise. I probably didn't even know that when I wrote it. I just I like the go, words. I want to go to Haiti. I only shithole. care about the language. Then to Tahiti. Dope place. <laughs> it's a good line. Come on. Um, I mean, I wasn't going to take it all socio-political. I just like the wordplay. <laughs> no, but structure. I thought that's always what makes it interesting to me. So and you then I go say, to like playing un- the ukulele wittier than John Greenleaf, right? Isn't that yes. the same thing? John Whittier Greenleaf is a person. Yeah. More wordplay. It sets up a great line. Whittier than John Greenleaf. Juvenile delinquent sitting too close to the TV. Mom always told me drink your milk and chew your Wheaties. This guy can go fuck himself, dude. Yeah. Just admit it was over your head, dude. Yes! Woo! Yes! In your face! All right. Picturesque man, I can't believe I'm going to miss their concert in Colorado, but at least I got to see him when they came to him. Which one? Probably you. Uh, Utah, when I was doing better in life. I'd fucking be out in Colorado, no doubt. Well, Jared, I hope you start doing better in life, and we'll try to get to Utah, like that other uh, comment there said at the top. Maybe it was was Utah. No. Two people in Utah in the same stretch. Too tall. They'll be the only two people at the show. <laughs> oh, thanks for listening, everybody. We're going to be in Colorado this week. Am I going to say it again? I am. Uh, 519. Oh, you know what it is. Colorado Springs, Denver, and Pueblo. We're going to be there. I'm so excited for these shows. You can still also, get tickets at palmersquares.com. Mm-hmm. Get, and, uh, get tickets in advance. It makes us look cool. Makes I'm really feel like, warm and fuzzy. I'm. Uh, I've already started trying to get my head... Like, this Denver show, I think, is going to be a lot of fun. Cracking. I think they're all going to be a lot of fun, but, like, we have a history in Denver. I was just saying, like, when we go there, we don't often headline in comparison to, like, we're going to be able to, like, do a bunch of shit. And uh, I don't know. It was a weird few years. It's somewhere we wanted to go back to for a while, so I'm really excited. <laughs> I think it's going to be when we look back at the end of the year, year in review, this fucking show that hasn't even happened yet in Denver is going to be on the highlight top three I just know it. It's going to be good. Anyways. And we're going to eat at dozens <laughs> the next morning. Dozen eggs in an omelet. Hell yeah. Uh, Podcast at gmail.com. 708-797-3079. Give us some more shit. Call in. Um, we should have... We'll have an episode next week. Unless we have so much fun and crush it so hard, we need to take a break because yeah. we earned it. Right. So we'll see. 
Um, Patreon.com slash Palmer Squares. And of course, palmersquares.com slash shop. Um, Thank you to everyone who bought a Spooky Language shirt. Um, They're sold out. Quote, wink, wink. Out. We pulled uh, what we have left to bring to the Colorado shows. And but we've ordered more already, so those are going to be back in the store yes. soon. Uh, but thanks to everyone who supported that spooky language. Yeah, a bunch of you guys shirt. got shirts. Yeah, and um, vinyl. Those went, and we're trying to get more of those because it's like we... All the shirts have been delivered. I'm pretty sure all the vinyls have been delivered. Nice. Vinyls also sold out. Thank you, guys. Speaking of sold out, Denver? Will that be part of the story to tell next week? What are we doing? We'll see. What are we doing here? Um, and P.O. Box. Thanks, Vaughn. We are these. We we should talk to them at first, but it's just hard to multitask saying stuff and putting Look, air in these. But they fart. Five, they fart hard. There's five more chilling on the sidelines. Yeah. So you know, this is going to be the process of doing this show from now on. As I get here, we'll blow them all up first. I pet your dog and he pees all over the floor, <laughs> and I wipe it up because that's now the routine. For some reason, he pees every time I come here. It's just you. It's just me. He loves peeing on you, near you. He comes to me. For you. I know it's going to happen. Sometimes I get the paper towels in advance. Yeah. Turn comes over and he goes and grabs paper towels before he says, what's up? I bend down. He comes to my feet. <laughs> I bend down. I touch his back. And then he walks and away. Goes, and, there's a, and there's a puddle on the floor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Palmer Squares P.O. Box. Four seven seven. And then that's when the piss seven. drops out. <laughs> P.O. Box. Four seven 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 two, Chicago, Illinois. Six oh six four seven. Send us some more stuff. Yeah. So what I was going to say is add after the pee cleanup, I come in here, inflate six. Wait, what is it? Seven? Do you have another one over there? I only have one. Oh, there's a uh, here. Yeah, they, there's two we packs. Got eight, though. That's a lot. I'm going to inflate eight whoopee cushions before every episode. It's in full, which is FL and then the number eight. In full eight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, after that's Colorado, my, that's you my guys. my screen name on AIM. Um, Tulsa. June 24th. We're going to be back right before we go to camp. Say so. June 25th. That's in Arkansas. Come on out. Um, and we're still confirming the details, but I swear to God, Atlanta, if you live there, we should be coming there this summer. Um, Everwild Fest in Ohio in October. I'm sorry, in August. Yeah! <laughs> and also in August, the show in Baltimore at the 8x10 with Grilled Lincolns and Wax. Hell yeah! Should we force him to do bag it up with us? I think so. Maybe we can do that. Um, maybe we can't. Oh, and then, yeah, more to come. Working <clears throat> on stuff. Cha-cha-cha. Oh, one thing I didn't mention that is crazy. Like, I was... The only thing that made me not bummed the day I learned about the stylus being out and I read the synopsis and I was like, what the fuck? Was it the same day Fred Ward died? No. It was... It was I, I spanned out those miseries. Right. But okay. the day I saw that, I also... I logged into my Paramount, uh, and as long as we've had the, I, we bought Paramount Plus to watch Ink Master last year. Right. And, I use your account. Right. So you logged in too, and like that's the Ink Master hub. That's like why you buy that. I thought about making <laughs> another profile so that I you don't do that. always reset your ink where Ink Master is for right. you. Yeah. And then I was like, is that overstepping? No. Somebody gives you their it's login. Fine. You make your own profile. Is that overstepping? <laughs> I, I appreciate <laughs> that you had the presence of mind to ask but no it's fine and i was like it's probably more annoying yeah, that what? i keep resetting where they're at in the show that was i annoying. go back to season six there was at least one time i like but i'll make a new profile i cursed at the tv I was like, <laughs> piece. <laughs> i had to run it back i would too but 
the day I found out God that damn it. my fucking movie idea already exists apparently and they didn't even do a good job I learned later. Uh I as long as I've had the Paramount login, there have been twelve seasons of Ink Master. Twelve. And I've mm-hmm. been chewing through them. And then I logged in just yeah! to look for something else. I was even they have like a spin off show. I was like maybe the yeah, Ink they Master have like, Redemption um, or something. One for chicks. I'll watch the chick one. I was Ink like Ink Master oh, Angel. I was fiending for some Ink Master. And then I log in. I swear to God, I see like my play next. And it says season thirteen, episode one. And that was not that we finished uh this twelfth season like last month. So I guess it aired in 2020, and now it's on Paramount. Oh, it's that old? It has the date 2020. I it was like a fucking miracle. Hell yeah! I was like looking for. I, I mean, was like, I just miss Ink yeah! Master. I miss it. I finished it. It's been like a month since we finished the last season. Boom! That's great. New season up. So um, thank Colorado. you, Paramount. <laughs> See you soon. <laughs> and um, what we're really trying to say is, check out Ink Master. It's fun. I uh, I guess that was it. Smoochie Gang playlist on Spotify. We, uh. Shit. It's been a long time, but I will update the Terms Highly Recommended playlist. I always re- update the uh, I always outro song. I'm very to. regimented, so you don't even have to worry about it. If you like, want to hear Mr. Fredo's new song, what's the Buffoon, last it, it's going to be there on Wednesday. You don't even have to worry about this. Haven't added an album to it since... Wow. Wow. The Harry Nelson album, which is when we were on tour with Jarve. Yeah, so it's like six months. Um, got a lot of updating to do there, but hey, you know what? You owe Mr. Nilsson an apology. It's got like 84 likes. Like nobody listens to this playlist. Same with Smoochie Gangs. Probably got less. No one cares. But if you care and you want to hear the rest of these songs, starting with this one, Smoochie Gang playlist on Spotify. This is Mr. Fredo. We're gonna be rocking with them in Denver and the White Moms this week. You'll hear about it later. This is Buffoon. And uh, besides that, Smooches. Killeth White I'm a buffoon, feeling saucy and it's too high. Old school, I'm a motherfucking low shot. Buffoon, saucy and it's too high. Bitch, I'm old school. Yeah, no love for a man in the process Success, it'll set you free Tell that to a man in a distress Place bets on a what he'll be Ooh, we seen with a backpack burnt We team for the black cap streak And the glass crack reach in the casket Thief for the weak turn chief from a bad bet What you think about losing out in your sleep? I feel awake Chasing after my dreams Time to turn the page you can't read Got me working out in my teeth Grinding all my thoughts alone It got me chip bones at least I'm a low shot Buffoon Feeling saucy and it's too high Old school I'm a motherfucking low shot Buffoon Saucy and it's too high Bitch, I'm old school <laughs> Let my hate out Wait now Feeling my face now Stay slouch Hitting it smooth and I fall back Boy, man, when he gone, he don't come back But I'm never gonna hate on the daylight Oh man, getting head and it's airtight Late night, I consume at a constant Cold catch vacuum and a my sniff I like breaking down that door Got big bones that don't fit My back pain no more Got more for my crackheads Like pipe it down I'ma lose my brains Gonna flush it out till I'm gone Damn shame I'm a, I'm a low shot Buffoon Feeling saucy and it's too hot Old school I'm a motherfucking low shot Buffoon Saucy 
conversation. Old school.